don't stop now. Whoa. Keep your hands up, get them in the sky for the homies that ain't making them. My folks locked down. Whoa. I never went nowhere. No. What they saying, loot is back. Yeah. Blame it on that conjure. Hey. The hood call it loot a yak. Hey. And I'm on this foolish track, so I spit my foolish flow. Whoa. My hands go up and down, down. like strippers' booties go. Whoa. My verses still be serving, yeah. tight like a million virgins. Yeah. Last time on a college remix, now I'm on the original version. Yeah. Can't never count me out. No. Y'all better count me in. No. Got 20 bank accounts. Accountants count me in, make millions every year, the South champion, cause all I do, all I, all I, all I, all I do is win, 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 no matter what, got money on my mind, I can never get enough, and every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up, and they stay there. Serving me's a no-no Clean as a whistle as I pull out in my Rose Race Yellow bone passenger They see it, they say, oh boy Tell Kelly, back it up, my niggas call me loco Down for armed trafficking, don't make me pull that fofo Ask you what you laughing at, represent that mud life Dirty money, bitch, you better get your mug right We come together, holding hands and holler good life We all strapping all black, it's like Bud Light Getting bored, dope being sold, Snoopy in the hookie, system overload. I've been running this rap game since I was 20 years old. I hung with the worst of them, bust till I burst them up, floss them up, toss them up, harder way, cross them up. Pardon me, I'm bossing up, press you up, bless you, bro. Don't mess with us. We like the U in the 80s. Back to back, set a track, hit the lick, get it back. Get the trick, jump the track, bitch. I want my money back. Time and time again, while I'm sipping on this gin. Al Davis said it best, just win, baby, win. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get it up. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. Thank you.
You know what? I'm going to take these jeans to the dry cleaners to get them professionally starched. Hopefully they won't be like the morons in California that did a pair of jeans and didn't press them the right way. I didn't have any creases in the front. That's where you want the damn creases in the front. So I found these, and I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take them to an old dry cleaner in town. I ain't going to take them to my regular one because my regular one, they, I, they're a little iffy when it comes to starch. So I went to this place, right? Opens at 7 o'clock. I got there at 6.58. Got out of the truck, 6.59. Walked across the street. Stood there until 7.11. That's right, 7.11. Motherfuckers didn't open the door. I'm knocking at the door. I see a guy in the back working. Uh, Once again, how about this? Do your fucking job. So then I had to drive across damn town to the old one that, that I'm... Hesitant on using this the starch. Though I was pissed. Literally pissed. But you know why I'm not all the way pissed? It's t-shirt time? That's right. Both kind of t-shirts on. T-shirt it's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. Bingo. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh my god, shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put shut their up. t-shirts. Yeah, I got a t-shirt. Uh it's a uh warning. Uh sensitive content. This person has opinions. 
which some uh, snowflakes may find offensive or disgusting. Yes, now I come with a warning label. So there you go. There's my T-shirt of the day. And uh, very, very happy with it. And let's see what else. Uh, Oh, you know what? I'm going to do my jokes early because the early word gets the worm here. So uh, for everybody that's listening early, you ain't got to stick around to listen to all the damn jokes here. I'll I'll even do the jokes before I do my damn good mornings here. Uh, (laughs) Today's jokes are so mean. What was re- uh, what wrestler had a killer finishing hold? Chris Benoit. Yeah, you might have to look that one up. You might have to look that one up. Uh, what's the difference between your girlfriend and an umbrella? Only the umbrella gets wet. And my last one, I came up with this one this weekend, and we'll talk about this story here in just a second. Why was Travis Scott so upset at Astroworld for serving Sunkissed? Because he's a big fan of Crush. I know. I know. I'm going to hell. I know I'm going to hell. Don't care. Do not care. So if anybody was paying attention this weekend, let me let me do this. Uh, let's say good mornings here. Let's get the uh, bratty kid first one here. And she did so much stuff. She baked a cake. Showered. Irritated Arnie, yeah, yeah, did that, uh, and says good morning. Brady kid, I hope that you have a spectacular day. And she snuck the cake in here. Now it's sitting in here. It didn't have any icing on it before. Now it looks like it has icing. So I don't know if I'm supposed to eat it or what, but maybe I will. I don't know. I ain't going to eat it just yet because I'm in the middle of talking. So first comes talking, then comes eating cake. Uh, hot mama, happy Monday ass. Bradster says, morning, biggin, Braddy, mama, and ass hats. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you as well. Buenos dias, familia de culo. That's Douglas. Mark in Detroit says, good morning. Sassy Pammy's in the house. She says, good morning. Arise, good morning. How are you? Mark's safe from attending Travis Scott concert. Yeah. Mike D says, morning, everyone. Monday, Monday. Still my Niners suck. Raiders and Cowboys suck. And this country is still dying solely. I'm sure these will be the topics today. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Triple C says, good morning, family of ass. Only one of Arnie's favorite cakes. Okay. My D says, better be German chocolate. I I, I don't like that. I, I'm not a big fan of German chocolate cake. Oh, Mount Rushmore of cakes. All right, all right. Let's see, maybe, maybe. Uh, in front says, good morning, everyone. Mike D enjoyed the joke. Subscribe to the new ass YouTube channel. Yeah, V Coop set up a new YouTube channel where we're just putting up clips. And I'll put up like one clip a day on, on Facebook. That way we can get the show booming. And I'm looking into maybe starting the live stream on YouTube. That hopefully when the new website happens, boom, all that shit will be all together. Alicia says, morning, y'all. Well, good morning. All right. So we got jokes out of the way. We got that out of the way. Uh, let's see. Uh, if you haven't been paying any attention to this uh Congratulations. I, I wish I was as lucky as you. This whole concert down in Houston that happened this weekend. I'll, I'll get to the NFL games here next, I promise. We'll go over all those next. But this this story is big enough, and it's happening. And uh, nice. I was hoping you'd give a shot on the communist <laughs> video channel. I know. I know. They're bad. But, hey. We, we, we got to see what we can do first. Uh, 
So I guess there was a big festival down in Houston at Energy Stadium where the Texans played. Nobody usually goes there. That's why it was weird seeing more than six people there. Eight people were killed. People were, were stomped to death. There, there are reports that somebody was running around with a needle injecting people in the neck. At first, that was kind of hearsay, but now the police have actually confirmed that somebody's running around. A security guard got stuck in the neck with something, and they used Narcan on him. He came out of it, so it's probably some kind of opioid uh, dose thing. Well, that just makes you feel good about going to concerts now. People are going to run around sticking you with dope in the neck. I don't know how many people. There are thousands upon thousands of people at this show. It looked crazy. Now, now, People Magazine, they're, they're taking it on the chin this morning, and by the way, rightfully so, due to the fact that Kylie Jenner is safe. I guess Travis Scott is her baby daddy or whatever. And, and she was marked safe. She's okay. She was in the, the super-duper VIP area. The regular VIP area, I saw a footage, actual video footage of before everybody got trampled when it was dark at night. People were running in. Like, you've been, everybody's been to a big, if you haven't ever been to a festival show, there's like 10 entryways. It's like going to a sporting event. But usually there's ticket takers there and everything. There was no ticket takers anywhere. People were just bum rushing in, knocking over metal detectors. The Houston police that were mounted had to show up, and I'm I'm surprised no one has called racism on that because, as we know, using horses to detain people is racist. Ogre, buenos dias. Oh, we're going to talk about football here in just a second. Uh, The lawsuits have already started. Eight people have been uh, were killed this weekend. Over 300 people injured at this. Not to mention the fact that it's terrible music. I I I mean that that's the to me that's the worst part is that the music is so bad. Travis Scott. I don't even know what Travis Scott does, but uh, he ain't gonna be doing it for much longer. Thank God his wife's a billionaire. So that's what happened. Now, now let's get to uh, the NFL, shall we? I mean, not that I really want to talk about this, but, oh, God, this weekend sucked. All right, enough of that. Yeah, all right. Fucking A. Boy, this weekend was tough. <sighs> Cowboys got, oh. Cowboys just looked like crap yesterday. I don't even want to talk about the fucking Longhorns. Longhorns are a bunch of damn yellow quitters. Change the color of your uniforms from burnt orange to yellow. Y'all quit. Y'all make me sick. Sark, you better get some fucking vast improvement in there by next year. Otherwise, your ass is going to be fired. Good God. Uh, Ogre says, of course, lawsuits are going to happen. Boo-hoo, my son, who I've called a lazy, worthless piece of shit for years, is dead, and I can't get over his laws. Boo-hoo. <laughs> I go to metal shows all the time and go into the mosh pit, and I have never been to a concert where someone has died. This is unacceptable. We'll change concerts for safety when they are pretty much safe to begin with. Like every time I am in the pit and fall down the time, everyone works to pick them up. Like, we don't want people getting hurt. 
We're all there to have a good time. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I don't know if they they did this, but if they had a bunch of general admission, I thought concerts got rid of general admission for what happened in Cincinnati in 1981 with the band The Who. It was the only very special episode of WKRP in Cincinnati, and it was a true story. They had they called it festival seating, and it was all general admission. People ran in there. People were crushed up against the walls. They oversold the thing, and I'm pretty sure they probably oversold this 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 Astro World thing as well. Uh, I've been to plenty of shows where I've seen the pit. I won't go anywhere near the pit because I think you pit people are crazy. But I have seen people pick one another up because they don't want people getting hurt. This is very reminiscent of um, what you call it. The well, not I. I wouldn't say because drugs and alcohol fueled a lot of crazy shit that went on the the last Woodstock, where the fires were burning and the mud people and all that kind of stuff. Seeing the highlights of this, here's the thing I don't get anymore. It's what I don't understand. You go to a show and you just pull your phone out and you videotape the whole show. Why are you even at the show? I noticed this at the Alabama concert I went to uh, a few weeks ago. Some dude even had a tablet up there and he's filming the whole fucking show. And I'm sitting there going, why not just put your phone down, put your tablet down and enjoy the actual concert? But you see all these people in the in the in the in the the area of this show the other night, and they all have their phones up. I just I I don't get it. I just don't understand. I I don't understand the youth of today. Just go to the show and enjoy the show. Cowboys just didn't shit the bed. They shit it, doused it in kerosene, and lit it on fire. Yeah, Sarcasian better start drinking again. Mm-hmm. Aunt Stephanie says, I'm done watching the Vikings. College ball starts tomorrow. That's where I'll be until May. Uh, college basketball season. Nice. Uh, furthermore, I could have gone my entire life not knowing who Travis Scott is. Amen. I just warmed up a cinnamon roll and added butter. Yum. Told you. I've been to a Slayer show and people didn't get trampled. For fuck's sakes, the singer <laughs> tells fans if someone falls down, pick them up. Yes. There's worse concerts like Great White or Nickelback. <laughs> oh, you're not going to get a good video anyways. As you're st- I know, right? I mean, it's stupid. These people have their phones up. They're jumping around. I don't understand people that go to shows anymore. It makes me almost not want to go see live music, and I love live music. Cowboys made me not want to ever go to a football game ever again watching yesterday. I had a good friend who was in town. I knew he was in town. He brought his whole family in. I didn't get to see him. But I know that he brought his whole family in, and they, he's a huge Cowboy fan. And I was bummed that he had to see such a, a debacle. And two garbage touchdowns they scored at the end of the game. Thank God. Broncos kicked the shit out of him. Uh... Browns beat the Bengals. I love the fact that the Browns, I hate Baker Mayfield, but I hate Odell Beckham Jr. even more because I will debate you until the end of time. Odell Beckham Jr. quite possibly is the, underline the word the, 
all caps, most overrated player to ever play in the NFL. I'll say it. He's the most overrated player, and there's talks that the Cowboys want him. Please, if the Cowboys pick him up, we miss the playoffs. I'm just telling you that right now. He is cancer. He made one catch in his entire career. It was against the Cowboys, and it was in prime time. Fritz says, good morning, y'all. Poor Vinny got outed on Facebook. That was awesome. Yeah, you got to give it up for V. Coop, man. V. Coop did that whole thing, so thank you, V. Coop. I, look, man, I know it's the Broncos. I was pissed, too. I was so, I look, look, I, I was beyond... I, I've gotten to the point where I'm just fucking. Wait, wait, uh, I'm, I'm indifferent now, when, 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 especially with like the Longhorns. I, I don't hate them. I'm just indifferent to them. I, I, I told you they were going to lose that game to Iowa State, and they just look like shit. Fucking Cowboys, I was halfway excited for, and then they played like garbage. But the Browns won huge over the Bengals, and Odell Beckham Jr. was given his walking papers. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Don't let the good Lord, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you, son. Odell Bickham Jr. is the 80s singer. They had one hit and nothing after that. And the catch wasn't even for like a Super Bowl. It was just like a regular. You know who he is? He's Informer. He licky boom boom down. Informer. Licky boom boom down. Remember that song? You remember the Informer song? Hold on a second. Yes. Ogre, you are uh, you are 100% correct. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Let's find that damn song. That is exactly... I wouldn't say he's like... I can't say he's... Uh, uh, what's his name? Rick Isley. You know why? Because Rick Isley's still cool. Odell Beckham Jr., if he was a musician, if he was a song, this is the song he'd be right here. Snow, Informer. I don't know how this fucking was a hit. I thought they started off with the Licky Boom Boom Down. That song is the song version of what's left after an aborted fetus is dropped on the floor. That's exactly what that is. That is garbage. Hot, fucking steamy, dead fetus garbage. Oh. Let's not forget Odell Beckham Jr. likes his ass eating. Oh, and you didn't get to watch Yellowstone? Oh, my God! Let me get through the NFL, then I'll talk about... I, I, I won't ruin Yellowstone. But, whoa! <sighs> Douglas, that was a, a, a some performer named Snow who will licky boom boom down. Don't worry, I, I've got plenty of good music to play on the show today. That is not the Licky Boom Boom Down. That song is shit. That song was shit back in the day. 
Dolphins beat the Texans. Don't care. Falcons, next Cowboys opponent. They beat the Saints. I don't know how that could happen, but Cowboys play the Falcons next week. I'm not even confident about that shit. Now, by all you Raider fans, what the fuck? You lose to the New York Giants? The New York Giants? Joe, what do you got to say to them? Oh, we got a lot of Joe shit today, too, by the way. Come on, man. I mean, seriously, Raider fans. Look, here's the one thing. I'll I'll give Raider fans this. You were due for a loss. You were due for a loss because first you lose your fucking head coach. Then the next week you got one of your players killing some gal in a drunk driving accident. So down there, buddy, the Chiefs almost. Yeah, the problem is the Chiefs didn't lose to them. What did the Chiefs do yesterday? I, th- I was watching that game. Where the hell's the damn Chiefs score? Did the Chiefs? I, I th- oh, the Chiefs played Green Bay. They beat Green Bay, and that game was sorry as hell. Uh, Patriots beat the Panthers. Now, here's another one. The Buffalo Bills. All these good teams lost this weekend. The Bills lost to the Jags. And Vikings, come on. Oh, you had that game wrapped up in overtime. You gave the ball back, and then that stud from the University of Texas kicks the field goal. Justin Tucker's the biggest fucking stud in the NFL. Chargers barely got by the Eagles. Chiefs beat the Packers. Needed that. 49ers, you can't even beat the Cardinals with their backup quarterback. Uh, backup quarterback, by the way, who was that backup quarterback? Hmm. Let's see if I, uh, if I know correctly. Oh, it's right. It's our boy Colts. Hell yeah. Colt McCoy beat the 49ers. That's right. You take a longhorn in to do the job. Well, the Sooners stuck on the bench, and your coach from Texas Tech is garbage. Bring in a Longhorn to win the game. Uh, Titans beat the Rams. Wow. Fucking Titans. I gave up on the Titans when they lost Derrick Henry. It might be for real, though. We'll see. And then tonight's game, the Bears and the Steelers. Hey, Steelers fans, watch out. This is that weekend where it, it seems like all the bad teams are winning. Raiders went from killing on the road to getting killed on the road. Uh, all right. Uh, look, look, look. Yellowstone last night. I ain't going to ruin it. I'm just going to say that was the greatest premiere episode of a show I've ever seen. The first 10 minutes alone, I, 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 I just amazing. Amazing. Leaves you guessing. Oh, so good. Yeah, it was a two-hour premiere last night. The second episode kind of just kind of eh, had to slow down because the first episode was just goddamn. It, I, I mean, fucking A. It, it, amazing. Truly amazing. 
There you go. See, I didn't ruin it for anybody, and I talked about it. How, oh, God, that was so good. I mean, uh, let, let me, I, I'm going to say one thing. That's all I'm going to say. I was out of my mind when they hung a dude. That's it. That's all I'm saying. They fucking hung a dude. That was badass, yo. I was like, no, they aren't. And then I see him like, oh, my God. That was kick-ass. All right. Let's talk about the weekend that it was for a country that used to be called America. Oh, the House version of the Build Back Better Shit Act, the $1.75 trillion spending package, that Democrats are going to get through both chambers without needing Republican support, got passed this weekend. Now, what does it include? Oh, it includes a lot of stuff for illegal aliens. That's right. Illegal aliens. I'm not calling them immigrants anymore. I'm calling them what they are. They're illegal fucking aliens. The uh, the moron, the moron. The uh, if you thought Jen P. Sucky was bad, her replacement is dumber than a box of wet hair. Some black chick. And it. First of all, hey. Stop asking the guy from Fox News questions because he is just going to eviscerate you. He asked the question, um, with the president's new plan, and by the way, by the way, Joe Biden has gone completely back. I played video of it. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me, let me get this out. I did this on, a, a, on the uh, Insta thingy, Madhu. Uh, but this is what Joe Biden did this weekend. Here. keep sending that garbage out, yeah, but it's not true. So this is a garbage report. Yeah. He said he did not call it a garbage report. He did call it a garbage report. That these people, and then I saw him speak further on it, where he got tough. Let me, let me tell you, tough Joe Biden Tough Joe Biden is just one of those things that you laugh at, but it pisses you off because you know everybody could whip his ass. There is not even a baby. You could get a newborn baby out here, and Tough Joe comes out, and that baby would still kick his ass. You think? And he, he said, "All oh, matter of factly, and all fucking tough, and got a little loud too, like." Whenever someone is ripped away from their parents, you don't think they get some compensation? And the answer is no. No, they don't because they came here illegally, you dumb old fuck. But so they asked the press secretary, the fill-in press secretary, this guy from Fox News, guy with blonde hair. He goes, if you're paying uh, people that are coming into the country illegally, does that mean this administration will start paying people that are coming here legally? And this is how dumb she is. She goes, she actually says, and then she catches herself near the end. She goes, why would we pay people who are coming here legally? 
and then she realized how bad she stepped in it. That if they're not paying people that come here legally, why in the blue fuck would you even think about paying people that are coming here illegally? And stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. They're not co- if they're coming here for asylum, there's a way to do that. And illegally crossing the border is not that way. Now, if you want to change it to illegally crossing the border is that way, fine. But you have to go through the port authority. If you are coming to America to seek asylum, that's the way you have to do it. And here we are. We're about to start handing these people out hundreds of thousands of dollars. One of Arn Anderson's pubic hairs is tougher than Joe. Um, if this, among so many other examples in the last 10 months, doesn't prove that politicians lie and the media lies, you might be legally retarded. I agree. I mean, he flat out and came out and said it was garbage. And then he said, and it sounded like it was the same reporter. I can't wait for one of these reporters to grow a sack of balls. And I know why they can't, because if they question him, they won't be invited back to ask questions. But I would say it's, it's worth it, because all the cameras are on you. When he said, I didn't say that, I would have said, yes, you did. You, you said it twice. Yes, you did. They would probably have to kick me out, because I'd be like, yes, you did. I just don't see why we should be paying foreign nationals coming into the country illegally. We shouldn't be. The most significant provision in this new Build Back Better program, this infrastructure. Remember, it's for infrastructure. You know, roads, bridges, those things. But we're talking about illegal aliens. Um. It will allow uh, for parole period until, you ready, 2031 to an estimated 6.8 million illegal immigrants if they were present in the country before 2011. Meaning, if you get caught for a crime, no big deal, we'll just parole you. We won't send you back. See, this is the thing I don't understand, and we've talked about this at great lengths on this show. Um, We're allowing them to break a law. They're breaking a law. They are committing a felony, by the way. It is a felony to enter the country illegally. And we're saying, no big deal. Oh, by the way, here's $450,000 for you to come to this country illegally. So what crime do I get to, what felony do I get to do now? Because my shoplifting that I did in Sacramento was still a misdemeanor because it wasn't all that high priced. I didn't even get close to $900. So I'm just wondering what felony I can do now. Rape? I don't want to do that one. No, no, no. Maybe some sort of terrorism. How about this? How about why aren't we talking about paying 
all those people from January 6th, $450,000, because they're being ripped away from their families and being put in jail, which, by the way, I agree with. They should be in jail, but I'm just trying to give you a tit-for-tat thing here. They broke the law by breaking into the White House. Why aren't we giving them money? Well, because they broke law, just like the people crossing the border. They broke the law. Yeah, and Braddy Kid, you're absolutely right. It is illegal to profit off a crime, and that's what we're doing. It's not illegal if the government does it, though. Hmm. I committed a felony by selling pot 20 years ago. Can I get paid? You should check into it. Look into it. I, I think you should. I think everybody that commits felonies should now get paid at least a couple hundred thousand dollars from the government. Next story is Biden appears to, are you ready for this, mock Americans' intelligence and questions why they would understand the supply chain issue. President's remarks came during a news conference as he answered questions from a reporter criticizing. He has faced, uh, who says, nobody elected him to be FDR. They elected him to be normal and stop the chaos. I don't know what any of that means. I just know that Joe Biden, we all laugh at Joe and, you know, he fell up the stairs. I've never seen anybody fall upstairs before. Um, and, and he did it twice. Joe Biden has gone from that guy that we're all like, oh, God, he is terrifying. This man is so incompetent that he is terrifying because he believes it. And by the way, we are seeing what the Democrats are doing to punish us now for what happened this last week in Virginia and New Jersey. And if you don't believe me, oh, it's true. Let me tell you why. Joe Biden's energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm. Do I have the video of this? Oh, I don't have the video. I'm sorry, I don't have the video of this. Actually laughed at a question about boosting America's domestic oil production calling the question hilarious. Yet I, I, I understand that the, go, the, the president has nothing to do with gas prices. Bloomberg host Tom Keene noted America's rising gas prices and asked the energy secretary, what's the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? She started laughing, saying, that's hilarious. With that, I had the magic wand on this. Uh, you kind of do because, you ready for this? See, what, what, what's happened is they've closed these pipelines down, and now we're reliant on OPEC and we're reliant on foreign oil. Well, see, if you don't, know what, if you don't remember what happened, let, let's go through what happened last year, shall we? Let's go back one year. And you see, there was not a direct super uh, demand for oil in 2020. Because, you see, nobody was going out. 
See, we didn't need gas. We didn't need to heat office buildings. Why? Because they were closed. So what did OPEC do? They scaled back how much oil they would drill for because they can control it. It's all up to them. They're the ones in charge of it. And you see what happened was they started backing up. But America, we were relying on our own energy then because we had a different president when that happened. And lo and behold, when November came and things changed, OPEC didn't ramp back up. It wasn't until January the 21st when things in America got shut the fuck down. And now we're calling OPEC saying, hey, um, would you mind scaling way back up? Because now people are going back to work. They're driving a lot more. We have all this need for gas. And OPEC said, nope, thank you, come again. And now, are you ready for this? The Biden administration is looking at shutting down another oil pipeline in Michigan. Biden's energy secretary, that cunt I was just talking about, predicted on Sunday that heating prices will rise this winter regardless of the administration's plan to open a pipeline. She said, yeah, this is going to happen. It'll be more expensive this year than last year. Well, now the, the, the question is, well, how much more expensive? The administration is yet to decide on what to do with Line 5. That's what they're calling this pipeline. Line 5 is part of the network that moves crude oil and other petroleum products from Western Canada, eh? Transporting about 540,000 barrels a day. Hmm. And we're talking about shutting that down. Um... You ready for your gas prices to go up even more? I I would say by the time Christmas hits, your gas prices will be about a dollar more than they are now. Just wait. Mm, Douglas, you're absolutely right. Tessie Pammy says, I fell upstairs, but I was also very pregnant. This is the punishment. When one state fucks up, everybody's got to pay for it. It's a drill instructor mentality. Private pile, enjoy that donut. Everybody else has got to do PT. Virginia, enjoy your new governor. The rest of the country is going to pay for it. So now, when when you're not able, and and you were planning on buying and having a nice Christmas for your family, and you're not able to do so, at least you can blame Joe Biden for the shitty service from, you know, the the supply issue that's going on. 
with deliveries and things like that, with all those boats stuck out in the Atlantic. And now you can blame it on the fact that Joe Biden will be making your heating costs go through the roof. Christopher says six bucks a gallon. Fuck. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised at that on the West Coast. It, it just topped $3 a gallon here in Texas. People are not happy about that. But see, here's the thing. And a lot of people, this is why, you know, there are a lot of people in this state that want to go and say, oh, we want to secede in Texas. It'll never happen because America won't let it happen. And here's the other reason why it won't happen. America won't let it happen because they can't afford to have it happen on many reasons. And here's one of the big ones. Where do you think most of the oil, all the crude oil, is refined? Oh, that's right. Right here in the Lone Star State. See, the government won't open refineries in other parts of the country because that's too economic or it's against the ecosystem. California used to have a few uh, refineries, and they've closed them all down. You ain't going to shut Texas down because you need some refineries to refine it into fucking gas. And if Texas seceded, and they said, oh, okay, well, all these com- uh, countries that are fucking drilling outside uh, the water here, but here, fuck you, we're going to start drilling. We'll drill our own oil. We'll produce it all, and we'll refine it all. And then we'll sell it back to America. Now, we might be nice. But why should we be nice if we're not allowing OPEC to be nice? Once again, once again, OPEC ran mainly by the Saudis, as the world is run by the Saudis in my humble opinion. Uh, I wish that we had a leader that would stand up to them and go, okay, look here, enough is enough. Enough. You you take your little headdress off. Just sit down and, and look, you drive a gold Maserati. Fantastic. But we're America and we can beat your ass. And we could take all this oil if we wanted to. We could. Let let me just tell you this right now. Everybody so worries about Russia and China and all that kind of stuff, and I get it. I get it. But if you make America mad enough, I just want you to remember again who eviscerated over 2 million people when we dropped two bombs on them. Who did that? Was that Russia? No. Was it China? No. It was us. And there are still a lot of people in this country that would fucking do it again. So you want to talk about who the baddest dog in the yard is? It's the sleeping version of America. Not the little yapping dog that America is now. Like America's got two dogs in the yard. They, they got like a little barkety bark, one of them funkin' funkle doodles or whatever the fuck they are that bark at everything and then run the fuck away. And then there's that pit bull that lives underneath the fucking, uh, underneath the porch. 
that you only let out on certain occasions. And I'm just telling you, the rest of the world, do you really want that? Do you really want the pit bull coming back out? Because I do. I'm ready. Hey, Pooty, Vladimir Putin, President Z, y- y'all going to uh, look here. The sad part is there's enough people in this country, I think, still, that will back around, back up the fuck around and find out mentality. I don't think we're all the way gone yet. We're, we're, we're fast-tracked to being all the way gone. With all the sissies out there, with all the people that are like this, you you want to? This is to me one of the best things I've seen all weekend, and I saw this happen a few places. These are the people in the country that you have to worry about. These are on. These are tweets that are going out there. This was tweeted by some liberal person the other day after the Virginia election. And I quote, this is completely unacceptable. If the blacks are going to vote for the racists, then maybe we shouldn't let them vote anymore. Sometimes you have to do what's good for them, even if they don't understand why. You want to tell me how that isn't the most racist thing you've ever heard right there? Because the blacks were too stupid and voted for a Republican, we're not going to allow them to vote anymore. We don't want the blacks to have voter ID. Why? Because they're not smart enough to go and figure out where to get it. That's actually one of their their arguments that they have. Really? They're not smart enough to get a driver's license? I don't know about you, but I see a lot of black folks on the road. So I, I, I think, I do believe that, that black people are smart enough to get a driver's license. Uh-huh. Well, if they don't know the difference between Biden and Trump and they ain't black, at least I've been told that. And you know what? That guy who allowed that to happen, Charlemagne the God, what a sellout piece of shit he is. He allowed that phrase to stand. Then you ain't black. (laughs) But remember, everybody remember, Donald Trump was the racist guy. I I, I just want to let that out there. Uh, Donald Trump was the racist guy. Isn't that amazing? But if you're conservative, you're a racist and need to be re-educated. Yeah. Even though the Dems, the liberals, are saying, if the blacks vote this way, then they shouldn't vote anymore. They're not smart enough to vote. Can you imagine if a Republican were to come out and say, blacks ain't smart enough to vote? Come on now. See, this is what I don't like. I don't like the way that this game is being played now because it's like, and, and I know that we're all busy and we can't see every time they fuck up, but it's time to start calling them out. And I know the media won't do it. The media is all a bunch of crooked fuck faces. 
liars. I propose ending the Second Amendment background checks. If blacks can't get uh, IDs to vote, they can't get IDs for background checks. Interesting. You also have to be re-educated if you don't want the Fauci-ouchie. Fucking Fauci. Jesus Christ, there's another guy. We keep giving this guy all this fucking power. I'm hoping to get my Second Amendment right back. I don't know why you lost it, but if you can get it back, get it back. done enough on that fucking energy and the bills and things like that. Um, oh, let, we got to talk about this for shizzle. Um, there's a lot of a uh, lot of dirty pool going on in the world right now, especially in the political world. Dirty pool is this. It's bullshit because the 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 state represent or the state senator in New Jersey still has not conceded the election and says, "Oh, we just found thousands of ballots." Really? Really you just found you just found thousands of ballots? Isn't that convenient? Did you find them at the waste disposal company? I tell you this, right? If I was this old boy, uh, Mr. Durr, that's his name. If I was that old boy who got elected, I would be watching my back at all times. Well, that's weird. He was he he committed suicide by shooting himself thirty-two times. Douglas's pot. Hey, you've got a case on your hands there then. I Look, I don't own a gun, and I can. I, I'm allowed to own a gun. I, I just choose not to because I, I just I, I don't trust myself with it. I honestly don't. So I have knives instead. I have, like, a bunch of knives in case somebody's dumb enough to break in my house. Because most robbers aren't smart enough to bring in a gun when they break into a house unless they're doing a home invasion. And then then I think about it like this as well. If you're dumb enough to break into my house, I'm going to make you suffer. I'm I'm going to try to remove your spleen. And I got a Bowie knife. I got a big-ass Bowie knife. We're going to a, a place today over in Terrell, Texas that sharpens knives. I want it to be sharp enough to do the fucking paper test where you just slide a piece of paper and it cuts it, that's how sharp I want my fucking Bowie knife. Because if somebody's dumb enough to break in my head, I'm going to cut their fucking head off. You're going you're gonna to come into my house and, and fuck with my shit for no reason, you're going to die. You're going to die a, a very, very slow and painful death. Um, of course he doesn't want to lose to the dumb truck driver. That obviously isn't dumb and is more appealing. Oh, I, I, I think this is great. I think this is awesome. 
and if somehow this vote gets turned over, you will, you will, that will be the, the first domino. Because, look, we, we all watch the presidential one, and we just go, okay, they have that one. Because there's not much we can say about this. They have announced that this guy is the winner. This guy still hasn't conceded and all of a sudden shows up with more votes. If they allow something like that to happen, this will be the first domino that falls. This is what, this what will be what start, uh, uh, starts the, the process of a possible, and I don't want to say civil war, because there's nothing civil about it. And by the way, war means the other side has a chance. The left has no chance in this. And that's what this war will be. This war will not be north against south, racist against each other. This will be all about political ideology. And I have to go and say, how stupid is that? How stupid is it that we're going to go to war over political ideology in our own country? The only thing close to being as stupid as that is race. Take this away from this fucking furniture truck driver, and people are going to snap. I thought if you've been to the Nuthouse, you can't own again. Uh, You can. It just takes five years. Nancy Pelosi wanted to sign a law into place. Like, when I went to the Nuthouse, they sat me down the day before I got out, and they asked if I had any guns or if I collected guns, and I said no. And they said, okay, because you are banned from owning or collecting them for the next five years. I said, okay, no problem. I just, I've never owned guns. My dad wasn't a big proponent of guns. He shot enough people in Korea to where he didn't want to have guns in the house. Now, knives are fucking cool. I just think knives are awesome. Uh, Collectiveness versus uh, individualism, individuals working together for freedom. Not stupid if their ideology is taking our guns. Well, that is stupid if their ideology is taking our guns because the idea of taking our guns, that just rips up the, the, the Constitution. See, this is the thing that these people, and this is what I hate about America. I truly do. Americans think they have all these rights, like the right to drive and the, the right to, you know, speak their mind and, and complain. You don't. The right to be offended, you don't have that right, even though people think they have that right. You have the right to own a gun in this country. You do. They're trying to make it to where you can't take it out of your house, and that's fine with me. Oh, I understand knives are not as good in a gunfight, and that's fine. That's why I won't be leaving my house. You're going to have to come in, and then you're going to have to find me in the house. And then when I stab you in the brain with my Bowie knife, then I'll take your gun. Then guns will become important to me.
They won't get the guns. People will go boating with their whole arsenal and sink that ship. Yeah. More people die from knives by far. Uh, oh, yeah. Way more people are killed every year by knife than by firearms in this country. Don't you even think of it. Don't you even worry about it. Fuck, more people are killed in this country with hammers than they are with guns. I plan on using that, too. Like, if I can't get the bullet, the Bowie knife, and, and I want to stab, like, the dream would be to stab a bad guy right in the top of the head with it and then take a hammer and just beat it down in there just to make sure. That'd be awesome. I don't want the world to get to that. I don't. I really don't. But it seems like the world is going that way. And I know that I've had these really tough stories for you. But, boy, you know what? Here, here you go. And, and this guy, this, this Steve Sweeney guy in New Jersey, he's a loser. And he lost to a truck driver. Just get over it, dude. But l- let me give you at least a good story before I get to the last few stories here. Um, so we all heard about, and by the way, I haven't even started talking about COVID because we got a bunch of COVID shit coming up in the next break. Um, we all heard the, the, the story, and we don't know if it's necessarily 100% true. I'm going around saying it's true because I want it to be true that the president shit on himself when he met the Pope? Well, the uh, Sunday Mail, that's a uh, newspaper in England, reported that uh, Prince Charles's wife, Camilla, you know, the ugly bitch, hasn't stopped talking about this because it was so off-putting which is such a great phrase to use. At a reception hosted by the royal family, President Joe Biden reportedly farted so loudly it made the Duchess of Cornwall blush, and Camilla has not been able to talk about anything else since then. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, do I have it in here? Oh, is it in here? Please say the sound effect is somewhere in here. I know I think I tried to put a... Oh, come on, have it in here. Come on. Oh. <laughs> we actually, the the Arnie State Show, uh, we had fucking microphones there. Oh, somebody stepping a duck. <laughs> that was... Joe's response. He's walking around. All of a sudden, somebody's stepping a duck. (laughs) An unnamed source said it was long and loud and impossible to ignore. (laughs) This was on the same day that he passed out in the, uh, in, in the meeting where they were talking about the climate. <laughs> oh, somebody's stepping a duck. <laughs> <laughs> Shitter was full. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, it probably did, Cowboys girl. She said probably old people farts are terrible. Man, you got like, what's he, 78? He's got 78-year-old pipes down there. Oh, man. That's just going to be terrible. I'm I'm so glad that Greta wasn't there. How dare you? <laughs> blah blah blah. No, no, he went fart fart fart. <sighs> when you and I when you and I talked last, we talked about it's one thing to have the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office. Yeah, you did. I, I just want to be clear in terms of the definition of people. Okay, I, I'm just looking at these sound effects, seeing what we need to get rid of and stuff. That one we all know, uh, that they count everything as a COVID death. Okay, we can get rid of that one too. Okay, so we got room to put new stuff in here. Okay, good deal. Including Joe Biden shitting in front of the fucking queen. <laughs> Greta would be pissed. Joe released methane. Joe gets on the podium and says, yeah, I pooped a stank monkey. So fucking what? Corn pop did it all the time. And we know about corn pop, people. We do. Corn pop was a bad dude. <laughs> Joe Biden. Yes, Mr. President. I am Cornholio. My bunghole, it goes. Mr. President. Mr. President, I can't make up what you're saying. Sir, the president sounds strange. Something's going... It's a simple, basic proposition. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be in ICU. Oh, 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 yeah. you're not going to die. Okay, you're you're wrong about all those. But, hey, that's a whole different thing. Uh, And we'll talk about that in the next segment. I just wanted to bring you some joy and some happiness that Camilla... Parker Bowles, the Duchess of Cornwall, <laughs> heard and is talking about nothing else except the President of the United States crapping his pants in front of them all. Here's another thing that, that, that might make you feel good. The governor that we all wish we had, except here in Texas because I like Governor Wheels, Governor Ron DeSantis, you ready for this? He's outed good old corn poppy. Old poopy Joe. Saying more than 70 flights that were taken in the middle of the night were moving illegal aliens from Texas to Jacksonville, Florida. 70 flights. Each flight had an average of 36 passengers, which means some had 30, some had 40. Douglas DeSantis, better than news, greater than Newsom, LOL. Hell yeah, he is. Fucking, we've seen DeSantis. Where's Gavin Newsom been lately? It's a big story. He's been in hiding. I bet you he got COVID. I bet you anything. I I will risk my reputation on the fact that Gavin Newsom has COVID. And you know why he has COVID? Because I will bet you again, dollars to donuts. He's not vaccinated. Oh, we saw it on TV. 
Really? Did we see it on TV? Did we actually see them getting it out of the vial of the whatever Moderna, Pfizer group that he got it from, and it wasn't water? Do we know for sure it wasn't a placebo? You haven't seen Gavin Newsom for over a week and a half, and he's saying because of family issues and family uh, obligations. That motherfucker, I'm telling you right now, has it. And his aunt told him, hide. Don't come out. Don't do press conferences. Go hide. He got the third jab. Did he? I mean, like I said, I don't know. He actually wore a Cal Fire shirt the the day he got jabbed. Hey, it don't matter. And, And by the way, how dare he wear a Cal Fire shirt? He shouldn't be wearing a shirt that says California Fire. He's the one who started all these fires. It's his fault that the fucking, the, the, the state of California was on fire. Go out there and clean shit up. Ratburger said, rumor is that Gavin died with the shot, and they are trying to determine if his shrine should be in San Francisco or at the French Laundry. Ratburger, I will text you back here and all that stuff you text me uh, here in a second. Uh, getting them shot in front of a camera doesn't convince me that any of these assholes actually got what they're trying to inject into us. Yeah. On four and then redirected fire units uh, to a fire in Montana near his family ranch. Yeah. On fire. Okay, on fire and then redirected fire units. So, look, if, if you're a fan of, look, this show is for everybody. You don't have to agree with my political leanings and the people I like and dislike. There's a story I have today about how AOC has come after James Carville because he said wokeness lost the election last week, and he is, if it was physically possible to be more than 100% correct, he would be that. And she's coming out and blaming him, saying these old Democrats and these old people... Honey, he's done more for this country in his little finger than you will ever do for whatever country you work for. I don't know if it's Russia. I don't know if it's China, but it sure as fuck ain't America. And if people like Gavin Newsom on this and you listen to this show, this, this is a place for you. Please tell me what he's done good. We can have a spirited debate. This show is about spirited debates. I am not a dictator. I have been proven wrong on a lot of things on this show. And then I admit that I was wrong. Come out and say, oh, he got he got the shot and he got it in the Cal Fire. Did he really get the shot? Why haven't we seen him in a week and a half? And his wife is coming out now and saying, well, this is not fair. He deserves some time to himself. He's dealing with family obligations. Wait, hold, I, you know what? We, we, I need to stop this. When did governors start becoming just regular folks again? 
Steve Sackadix was in a car accident two or three weeks ago in Las Vegas. Why is the governor driving himself around? <laughs> Governors all have security details. You, you can't tell me. Next time you watch a college football game uh, of, of value, when Nick Saban runs off the field, I want you to look at the four or five Alabama state troopers that surround him. And he's a football coach. You don't think the governor of Alabama has more than that around him when he travels? Of course he does. And now we're being told Gavin Newsom has to deal with family obligations? What family obligations? He has a state to run. He has the most populous state in the nation to run. Yes, he has to deal with family obligations, but see, this is why not everybody can be governor or president. If he has to deal with family obligations, then why is the lieutenant governor not being in charge right now? Yeah, oh, believe me, Triple T, you're absolutely right. Uh, Captain Likes Dicks, that, that's the governor of Nevada. His wife. His wife. Omar. No, that's not her. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. His wife is seen cleaning out the car. Excuse, please. You okay to clean out car? Yeah, I, uh, I'll go there. I'll be racist as shit. I don't give a fuck. Because it's funny, too. She's cleaning out his car. Why is that allowed? Why is Gavin Newsom being allowed to take care of family obligations, yet the lieutenant governor isn't in charge? A lot of shit out there. Why is it? And, and here's the thing. I, I know the answers to these questions. The answer to these questions is hardworking Americans are too busy to give a fuck. That's number one. Because they're worried about paying their bills. They're worrying about being able to afford the gasoline to drive to and from work each and every day. Real hardworking Americans are wondering right now how bad this Christmas is going to be for them. Because gasoline is so expensive and to heat your house is so expensive. So, guess what? We don't get to have other stuff like Christmas. Has everybody seen the meme that's going around with the turkeys? The average Thanksgiving Day meal last year was $28 per person. And now it's 56 or $66 a person. I don't know if that's true yet or not because it's not close enough to Thanksgiving for me to, to do the research yet. That's why these people who are elected officials, they don't give a fuck. They're going to do whatever they, they want to do. You want to know why? 
because you're not paying attention. Because you have real life issues that you have to pay attention to. And those that are paying attention to it, those that are calling them out on it, well, the media, since the media is on the side of the power in in the, the people in power now, they come and they call you terrorists. When parents don't want their kids taught about critical race theory, and we're not talking about teaching them about slavery. We're not teaching them, we're not talking about teaching them about Jim Crow laws. By the way, all democratic ideas. We're not teaching them that. What instead we're teaching them is this. The only true way to teach oppression is to oppress. That's their idea. And who's the group they want to oppress right now is the majority. And that's white people in this country. We're still a majority. You might be a minority in numbers because there's only like 18%, and then the rest of the immigrants, the Asians, the Mexicans, the blacks, the gay, everything that they want to add together is more than the 19% of whites, but that's all added together. Okay? And when I say minorities, I'm not talking about a color. I'm talking about a number. But see, that's the problem, is if you say the word minorities, people look and they go, oh, well, he's a racist for saying that. No, no, it's a numbers game, people. And you've been shaming, you've been putting all this blame on the majority of Americans. And a part of those Americans are going to feel that shame and feel that bite you're putting on them. And they're going to cower down. Well, I'm here to tell you, I'm not. You want to call me a bad person, you call me a bad person. You want to call me a terrorist. I mean, I mean, last week we did a story about how a Democrat is equating the let's go Brandon chant to Nazis and Ku Klux Klan members. Okay, okay. Uh, look, I'll, I'll, I'll play that one. I'll play that. I'll, I'll play that game. Okay, really. How many people have been murdered over the Let's Go Brandon chant? Hmm? Since the Let's Go Brandon chant had, and, and by the way, Let's Go Brandon has really nothing to do with politics. Let's Go Brandon is a chant that they use at some places instead of Fuck Joe Biden. Let's Go Brandon was invented by the media, and they don't like it now. It was was invented by a media member at a NASCAR race. And we caught the media red-handed fucking lying. Now, 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 see, look, look. How about Antifa getting compared to the KKK? That is too easy to compare the two because they have both done use physical harm. You see, saying let's go, Brandon, is not physical harm. You want to compare that to being a Nazi? I haven't seen anybody chanting let's go, Brandon, as we put people in gas chambers. I haven't seen gas chambers since, I don't know, the Second World War.
No, no. There is a clear comparison between Antifa and the Klan. First and foremost, the Klan was originated by, let's all say it together, the Democratic Party. It started as a group of Confederate soldiers who wanted to ride around and scare the shit out of black people. The Klan, you will never find me say anything good about the Ku Klux Klan, not even when they adopt a highway and clean that shit up. Antifa, which is run by George Soros and is all about the Democratic Party. It's about more the progressive Democratic Party now. Because, you see, that's what the progressives have done. The old Klan, the Klan, they hunted down black people because they hated black people because they were stupid. This progressive party is the apologists now, and they're hunting down. Look, look, Antifa would go after the Klan as soon as they could. But once George Soros called them and said, hey, back off, I'm funding them too, they would. My mama says, I wore my Let's Go Brandon sweatshirt to my daughter's teacher's conference last week. Her teacher was a liberal and likes to bring politics in the classroom. He didn't have much to say to me. No, of course he did. And and this is the, the whole progressive thing. This is this what CRT is. It's this progressive talk that everything white people do is bad and they should be shamed for it. I don't, I, if you started a bit, look, look, this is the way that they'll teach you this. Let's say that you're somebody who started out with nothing, unlike Donald Trump. Because everybody says, every, every white person is equated to Donald Trump. And let me just tell you, that's fucked up. Donald Trump didn't start out poor. Donald Trump has always been rich. His daddy was rich. He was rich growing up. Sent to a posh military institute. I went to public school. There's a lot of people out there that went to public school. And you know what they did? They started a business. And lo and behold, that business became successful to where they could hire a company. They they run a company now of over 100 people. And those white people are are, are shamed for it. How dare you do this? Wait a second. They busted their asses. They They have over 100 employees. I want you to think about this. A boss of a company. Let's say that they started with their own sweat and tears. Let, let, here, here you go. Here's a great guy to think about. Let me read Ogre's thing here before I get to this guy. And it's somebody who I don't like. And I know he's liberal as fuck, too, now. And he can be whatever he wants. But he went that way to save himself. Um, I say we sanction a mass brawl, gladiator arena fight twist with the Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, etc., versus BLM and Antifa. See who wins. No holds barred, no rules, broken bottles, guns, bombs, etc. You know we all want to see that. Heck, the ticket and closed-circuit proceeds could go to homeless people or welfare. (laughs) I'd watch it. Um, All these people that are calling Jeff Bezos out for spending his billions of dollars that he has acquired on rocket ships and all this kind of shit. Jeff Bezos started 
Amazon in an office, one single office, and he was the only employee. And look what that hard work turned him into. And people are still questioning him on the money that he spends and what he does with his money. Think about it. Think about that. Think about Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. How they started a company in a garage. And then there's the third guy that they cut loose and we don't know his name anymore. They started this company in a garage. And now it's the most valuable company in existence. Apple is worth more than a trillion dollars. Yet those guys were told what they could and couldn't buy by society. These are people that employ that employ thousands of Americans. These people are responsible for those Americans being able to provide a Christmas for their family, a Thanksgiving meal for their family. Yet we demonize them for being rich, for being white. We don't ever bring up the hard work that they did, the risk that they took. The Bill Gateses of the world. Look, I don't like Mark Zuckerberg. I hate him. But he stuck his neck out, and guess what? He was rewarded handsomely for so. And now he's going crazy because he feels guilty. And there's a story about that I have coming up maybe today about the, the meta thing, the, the Facebook thing, and how dangerous this new idea is. But we make these people bad, even though they're responsible for the things that we like. The next time, if you work for one of these big companies, the next time you open your refrigerator and you grab, I don't know, a Dr. Pepper or a glass of milk, be sure you thank your boss, your big, big boss, your CEO of your company, for making that available to you. Because if it weren't for them, you wouldn't have a job there and you might not be drinking that milk. Uh, let's see. Same people hating them walking around with iPhone 7s or iPhone $7 coffees and $200 shoes. They're a joke. Yes. Yes, they truly, truly are. And it, it, it just gets maddening, more maddening every single day. All right, phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. Or you can hit me up right here on Mixler. Well, it was all that I could do to keep from crying.
You don't have to call me Waylon Jennings And you don't have to call me Charlie Price And you don't have to call me Merle Haggard anymore because he hadn't said anything at all about mama or trains or trucks or prisons or getting drunk. Well, he sat down and wrote another verse to the song and he sent it to me and after reading it, I realized that my friend had written the perfect country and western song and I felt obliged to include it on this album. Last verse goes like this here. Well, I was drunk the day my mom got out of prison. And I went to pick her up in the rain. But before I could get to the station in the She got run over by a damned old train And I'll hang around as long as you will let me And I never mind it standing in the rain 
Back a few months ago, I was headlining at a great big nightclub. And he put me up a couple of days early. I came in a couple of days early, and they put me up at what they call the Star Suite. Now, here I am, headliner in one of the biggest nightclubs in the country, and I wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning in this Star Suite all by myself. That's what I said, aww. But I did what I've always done, man, to cheer myself up. I picked up my guitar, I sat down, I wrote me a little song. Now this is how it feels to be alone at the top of the hill and trying to figure out why. Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble When you're perfect in every way I can't wait to look in Cause I get better looking each day To know me is to love me I must be a hell of a man Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble But I'm doing the best that I can I used to have a girlfriend but I guess she just couldn't compete With all of these love-starved women Who keep clamoring at my feet Well, I probably could find me another But I guess they're all in all of me Who cares? I'd never get lonesome Cause I treasure my own company It's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. Can't wait to look in the mirror. Can't wait to look in the mirror. Help me out now. Come on. I get better looking each day. To know me is to what? To know me is to love me. Must be a hell of a man. I must be a hell of a man. Oh, Lord, it's hard. Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're doing what? We're doing the best that we can. I guess you could say I'm a loner, a cowboy outlaw, tough and proud. Well, I could have lots of friends if I wanted, but then I wouldn't stand out from the crowd. Some folks say that I'm egotistical. Hell, I don't even know what that means I guess it has something to do with the way that I fill out my skin-tight blue jeans Come on, where's all the kickers in here? Lord, it's hard to be humble When you're perfect in every way When you're perfect in every way Can't wait to look in the mirror I get better looking. I get better looking each day. To know me is to what? To know me is to love me. Must be a hell of a man. I must be a hell of a man. Oh Lord, it's hard. Lord, it's hard to be humble. What are we doing? We're doing the best that we can. One more time. What are we doing? We're doing the best that we can. 
David Allen Coe in the same break? Where else are you going to hear fucking gold like that? Man, oh man. When I hear the chorus slow down, all I hear is the Mexican hat dance slow down. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, welcome back to the big show here on a Monday. Hopefully everybody's doing good. Everybody set their clocks back. Anybody get thrown off by it? I didn't. Well, I did when I woke up. I woke up yesterday morning, I was like, oh, right, uh, sun's out already, shit. I usually don't sleep till the sun comes out. The sun was out, I was like, oh, kick ass. And then I realized, oh, fuck, that just means we lost an hour. So, I, I mean, I got extra sleep, I guess, but I didn't pay any attention. Changed all the watches in my room, all the clocks, all that kind of shit. We got a crazy oven clock. The oven clock is a pain in the ass to change. Microwave, yeah, that one's easy, but the oven clock sucks. Had to change all that shit out yesterday. All right, now let's get to the uh, horrible, deadly, terrible, stupid, wasted time coronavirus. And vaccines. It seems that the state of Texas has won a, a, a temporary lawsuit as the Federal Court of Appeals held up Texas's lawsuit against Joe Biden and the vaccine mandate, issuing a stay on the controversial federal government regulation in Texas. Now, I've talked about this at length on this show. States like Texas i.e., with a very conservative governor, will be allowed to do this. Why? It's all due to the Tenth Amendment of the United States Constitution. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say anything about mandates or vaccinations in there. I'm sure that there are some people that will think the word vaccine is in the Constitution somewhere, and it's not. What the Tenth Amendment does is it protects states' rights over mandates that are not in the United States Constitution. So when the United States puts together a mandate and says businesses, and and by the way, by the way, just to let everybody know, they're doing it for large businesses. I will say uh, at least a week away, we're a week away at least, if not, maybe just a little longer, from small businesses as well being mandated, meaning businesses that have under 100 employees. So if you have a business, and let's say you have 10 employees, and nine of them get the vaccine and the 10th doesn't, your business could be fined upwards of $700,000 if the fines stay the same. Because those are the fines for the companies that have over 100 employees. $700,000. 
your company will be fined. But the state of Texas has sued, and they've won, and they're obviously using the Tenth Amendment to get behind them. And you will see other conservative states that will do the same. If your state is a blue state, or you have a blue governor, i.e. Steve Sackadix in Nevada, Gavin Newsom, if he is still alive or if he's died of coronavirus, I don't know, in California. They will happily go along with the mandate. And you will have nothing. All you have to do is raise your hands then and go, well, we tried. There's nothing you can do. You can point to Texas and you can point to Florida. What about Texas and Florida? Well, they use states' rights. Why don't we? Well, because we have uh, the power, that the, the, the party that's in power in our state supports the mandate. That's the way it's going to be. You see how, you see what they're doing, right? Right, They're conquering and they're dividing. Conquer, divide. It's amazing, isn't it? Douglas says my company will lose half their workforce. Well, see, this is, and, and, and honestly, let me just say, this will be the big thing here. Do you think the government's worried about your company? No. Do you know what the government's worried about? The government that's in place right now is that half of your company right there, Douglas, and I know that you won't do this part, but half of that company then will go on what? Let's all say it together. Government assistance, meaning they will rely on the government to pay their bills for them. And all the government asks in return is just your simple vote. That's all we'd like. You see? You see, this is how it works. Why would anybody want to waste a whole day at work when the government will pay you to stay at home? Just telling you. The writing is on the wall. The, the, I, I, I don't know where you work, Douglas, and, and, and I'm not trying to be rude here at all. I promise. The government doesn't give a fuck. They don't care about your business. The government doesn't even care. Look, look. The government doesn't care about your health. They want you to rely on them. The Obamacare plan that was released a long-ass time ago. Free insurance for everybody. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Free, free, free. It's not free. Those people that are operating on you or fucking sticking a thermo- uh, thermometer up your ass, well, they got to get paid by somebody, don't they? Well, that's right. Oh, and you know it'll pay them, right? The government will pay them through. That's right, you guessed it, your taxes, which, by the way, will be going up dramatically. But, hey, you got free health care, quote-unquote free health care. But if you go in there and you complain of headaches and they really can't figure it out, well, they won't give you a CAT scan, you see, because that's too expensive. They'll say, ah, you got a lot on your mind right now. Here's some aspirin. 
And lo and behold, two days later, you die away of a massive aneurysm that was behind your eye that could have been spotted with a CAT scan. But since those are so expensive, and the government isn't going to waste money and time on those expensive tests, oh well. You see, and those are what we call death panels. Those are the people that sit in the ivory tower and go, well, does Joe Smith need a CAT scan? No? Okay. All right. That's fine. No? Hey. Douglas says, I understand that my company isn't that big, but it's many companies that are opposing this. If I'm not at work, I have more time to protest. I can just work under the table and they will lose all that tax dollars. Yes, you can. You can choose to do that as well. The government doesn't care. Look, let me say this once again. The current government. And I don't think that any government really cares about companies. Not just your company. They don't give a fuck about any of them. They want you to be reliant upon them. Just to play devil's advocate, a lot of private uh, insurers like the one that rhymes with schmigma, will refuse to pay for scans even if you're in pain and can't properly. Oh, look, hey, ogre, ogre, you're not playing devil's advocate here at all. This is our own government's fault. Can you agree with me, ogre, that instead of worrying about this, what we do is we give these big insurance companies all these tax breaks and all this kind of stuff, right? How about we go to them and make them start providing insurance to Americans that we actually pay for and that we'll use. You put the clamps down on them. I couldn't agree with you more, Ogre. You're not playing devil's advocate here whatsoever. I think the insurance companies have gotten away with fucking highway robbery with what they've done to Americans. Absolutely, positively correct. No, 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 no more tax breaks, Mr. Insurance Company. Uh-uh. Why is it? Why, why, why? Can somebody explain this one to me? You have to have insurance to drive in this com- country, okay? And, and the Obamacare thing was you were going to have to have insurance or you'd, be, you'd get taxed for it and the IRS would come after you. Why don't we then run regular insurance people insurance, like the car industry. So, for example, I'm fat and I chew tobacco. Should I pay the same as someone who's my age, who's in great health, who's in shape, who doesn't use tobacco products? The answer is, absolutely I should pay more than they do. It's like somebody who gets a lot of tickets has to pay more for their car insurance than somebody with no tickets. You make make it all available to everybody, and then you make them pay more per month. I don't understand why the insurance companies are so fucked up on this in this country. Here's another one. How about you let competition run supreme in the insurance industry? Just because you live in, Ogre, you for an example, because you live in New Mexico, why do you have to buy your insurance from a company in New Mexico? Why can't you buy from, you know, uh, 
the company in Florida or the company in Utah. That makes zero sense to me. So how about our legislators, instead of sitting on their thumbs all the time and arguing about inane, stupid shit all the time, how about you? Well, uh, I, I think I have a sound drop for this. Yes, I do. Do your fucking job. And make America and make these insurance companies do that for Americans. Preaching to the choir, I fucking hate insurance companies. They're awful the way it's run. But you need opiates. Fuck the insurance companies and like, hey, trick or treat, can't you? <laughs> the fucking bushel. Yeah. Uh, I pay the same, yeah. Also, age and gender factors in. My 18-year-old son has to pay higher car insurance than my wife does. Yes, and rightfully so. Because it, And once again, this is, this is where our government has let us down. This is why I don't like either party, is because they don't do their fucking jobs. I was so mad this morning, honestly. I was so mad that I couldn't even yell or scream when I went to that dry cleaner. And I stood at that dry cleaner's door knocking on the window. And there was an employee in back. I don't know if he couldn't hear me over the machinery or what. At 7 o'clock. Open your doors and do your fucking job. And I stood there for 10 solid minutes. Do your fucking job. Insurance company could make people customize their insurance. Like men typically don't need coverage for childbirth, and some people only want insurance for ca- uh, catastrophic. Yes, exactly. And this is where our lawmakers can come in and work with the insurance companies and do their due diligence and make this the law that it is. But instead, they just pass over and go, okay, well, they're major, da 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 They don't do anything. Ben Shapiro had a great video about what insurance is fucked up. It's this weird hybrid where private companies can't properly function because of government interference and subsidized health care. Competition can't exist that way, and it drives up the cost. And why is that? Because of government interference. We'll take the government interference out. If you erase the government interference, then insurance companies can compete, you know, like we do here in America. We allow businesses to compete with each other. The good ones will stay around. The bad ones will go under. It's just the way it is. But, of course, we can't have nice things in this country because we have a bunch of stupid fucks who are in charge now and have been in charge of this, I don't know, for the past, I don't know, 50 years. This is my other favorite thing, and and we, the American people, are responsible for this. All these assholes, back when I was growing up, way back in the day, 70s, 80s, and 90s, that's when I was growing up, growing up, you'd hear about somebody who got a job, and that job came with benefits. Not every job came with benefits. And now we've made it to where we won't take a job. Everybody has benefits. Well, but they aren't good benefits. 
don't force companies. Look, look, companies don't have to provide you with health care. They don't. I'm tell you right now, Braddy Kid has health care through Kroger. She works at Kroger. It's by far the worst insurance I've ever seen in my entire life. They have they have fucked her over. They ran her around. They fucked with her credit. It's so maddening. Tell you the story. Here's the story. So she went in for her normal coverage, right? Normal checkup. She found a doctor, and it was hard as fuck to find a doctor in that network. She found one. He was like 30 minutes away, which is unacceptable, but okay. She went to see a doctor two times. She has to because she has some underlying health stuff. Nothing horrible, not just regular health stuff. So she had to find this doctor. Well, lo and behold, a few weeks later, we get a bill. We get a bill for like over $600 for two doctor visits. Now, she should have just had to pay the copay. But the reason why the, oh, I'm sorry, it was over 1000 It was actually over 1000 And the reason why? That this doctor that she went to, that her system said was in their system, was actually not in their system. Oh, sorry, we didn't clean that up on the website in time. Oh, sorry, okay. Well, Braddy Kid went ahead and paid it off. Paid it all off. Now, while they were while they were readjusting it because she didn't have insurance to pay for it, meaning it was they were lowering the price down to that $600 level, this is all in a two- or three-week time. They put her in collections. They hadn't given her an actual bill yet, yet they put her in collections. And it turned out they put her in collections over $64. She paid off the lower uh, amount in full. And now she has something on her credit report that says she's in collections. This is how fucked up the system is. You don't know what doctors are or aren't on your plan that you're offering employees. Well, then don't offer it to an employee. If you're that stupid about it and you're not going to stand up for it. And these these, these places, and, and then you're going to put her in collections? Huh? It, it, it's maddening. It, it literally, like the word maddening isn't even strong enough for it. And then they had the fucking balls. You ready for this? On Friday of last week, so the final bill was for like three hundred and or six hundred and twenty-six dollars. You ready? And that included uh, 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 an appointment that was last March. And we find out the doctor's not on the thing, but that bill that that she went there, she that was on there. She got a bill on Friday. For three hundred and something dollars for uh, that appointment back in March, the one she had already paid off. Three 
How bad is that? That is your current health care systems and coverage. Not only the health care, but the insurance companies that go along with it. It's all so fucked up. And it's all so terrible. And now you got people like OSHA coming out and saying, oh, well, if you don't, if you've had the vaccine, if you've had the vaccine, uh, then, or, or, or you've had COVID, go ahead and get it because you still face grave danger. By the way, if you have had the vaccine, you face great grave danger. This is a simple, basic proposition. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. Really? Really? What about Colin Powell? Hmm? What, what, what was that, Joe? This is a simple, basic proposition. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. Really? You're not going to be in an ICU unit. No. And you're not going to die. Unless you're, you're Colin Powell. I'm going to get in trouble with my, my staff. Yeah, go ahead. But I pretend that you didn't answer you. By the way, we, uh, we all found out that Aaron Rodgers was a big fan of the Arnie State Show this weekend. Even though he didn't come on my show, he went on Pat McAfee's show and stated something that's only been said on this show. I haven't heard it. I, I honestly haven't heard it anywhere else. And what that statement is, is that this has been never, ever, and, and we, all, we all know this. This is old news for us here on this show. This has never been about your health. This has never been about science. This has been about control and power. It was refreshing to hear Aaron Rodgers say what he learned on this show. That before the election of 2020, people like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, you know, the president and the vice president of the United States of America, said that they would not... Once again, underlined the word not be taking this vaccine because it was sanctioned and it was funded and it was done under the Trump regime. Now, let's fast forward to when they were elected. And they got the vaccine. Now, what changed? Were there studies that we missed here on this show? I, I, I mean, I'll open up. Are there studies here that, that they put new stuff in the vaccine then that was working even better? Is that what I missed? Because then they got the vaccine. Even though they, they spent the previous three months campaigning that we will not take this if Donald Trump is president. They get elected, and they take the vaccine. What changed? And that's what Aaron right now. Now, look, I am far from saying I am 
on Aaron Rodgers' side. Because here's the thing. I have stood by this since day one of this pandemic, and you all know this. I support you if you have taken the vaccine, and I support you if you choose not to take the vaccine. It's not my business. It's yours. I respect your decisions. Aaron Rodgers lied. He lied to his bosses, his teammates, whatever. He lied. There's no room for that. If he decided that he didn't want to take the vaccine, he didn't necessarily have to. He would just have to wear a mask and get tested once a week because the NFL isn't as restrictive as the NBA is. Hashtag Kyrie Irving. But he lied. This is why I can't get on Aaron Rodgers' side with this. As, as much as I want to and as much I agree with everything that he took from this show, he lied. Now, he's not going to end up getting fined. Well, he will get in fine. He, he's not going to get suspended. He'll get fined. He's going to get fined a boatload of money. And rightfully so, because he lied. I don't think that his boss didn't know they are just pleading the fifth. At least deny knowledge. What the, 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 the Packers are saying, well, we plead the fifth here. They plead the fifth because other teams are inquiring about this and, and be pissed off. They're pissed. Because they're allowing Green Bay to get away with not following the protocols. I'll jump to his defense. He didn't lie. They asked him if he's immunized. He said yes. They didn't specifically ask him if he had the Rona vaccine, so technically he didn't lie. Okay. But when they asked him, they they asked him, I've seen the press conference. They said, are you vaccinated? And he says, oh, I'm immunized. We all know what they were asking him. We all we all know what they were asking him. And yes, he said he was he was immunized. Okay. He still lied. There are some people going around saying that, you know, he went to by the way, by the way, this whole thing with Joe Rogan too. He called Joe Rogan and asked Joe Rogan what he should do. Once again, let, let's all remember, when Joe Rogan, who I don't believe has been vaccinated, I don't think he got vaccinated, still, when he got corona, he talked about it, he went to a doctor, and the doctor prescribed him ivermectin along with other stuff. And people were going around saying, oh, he's taking a horse de- dewormer. No, he wasn't. He took ivermectin, which was prescribed to him by a human doctor in human doses. And we know that it has outstanding effects on the coronavirus. And Alicia, that right there is the best thing you could put on there. The bottom line is it's none of their damn business. And that's the truth. That's the truth. Because, once again, this is like 
I, I, I've been thinking about this for a while. Coronavirus is a little worse than the flu. That's all it is. And the reason why it's a little worse than the flu is that we had more people under the age. Like, like if you look at flu numbers, it's horrible for, for like, like super young kids and for the elderly. It's got awful. I believe the average age of death for coronavirus is still over 70 years old, which means it is horrible for old people. Not sure about the young people, though, but it can have effects on other people. I'm not saying that nobody under the age of 72 dies from the flu because it happens. This is more flu-like than anything else. This is flu-like without the vomiting and diarrhea. That's what this is. And once again, once again, uh. Uh, and it, it, it's also maddening. It's also fucking maddening. Especially when we find out now that a letter written from Lawrence Tabak, the National Institute of Health's principal decor, de- deputy director, confirms the NIH funded research at the WIV, that's the Wuhan. Glab during 2018 and 19 manipulated a bat coronavirus called WIV1. Researchers at the institute grafted spike proteins from other coronaviruses, like I don't know, 18 of them, that manipulated a bat coronavirus called. Uh, uh, researchers at the institute grafted spike proteins from other coronaviruses to this one to see if it modified the virus was capable of binding in a mouse that possesses the ACE2 receptors found in humans. Yes, the leak was from the Wuhan lab. We know it was from there. It wasn't a fucking crazed bat that got out of a cage and somebody bit it. We know that this hospital or this lab facility, was doing that research, the gain-of-function research, and it was all approved by America's top doc, Dr. Anthony Fuck-Me-In-The-Eye. These companies decide to change things up after people are hired and have been working through the pandemic with no issue. Then all of a sudden pull a Fauci to change uh, the wording as a condition of their employment. Alicia, I feel for you, and, and I hope that this class action suit that you're a part of kicks ass and you can at least enjoy it. I, I, I don't understand the world that we live in anymore. Where people like you, frontline nurses, during this horrible pandemic, are being treated like garbage, being let go, being not re-upped or whatever. The cops and firefighters especially 
because I know more firefighters than I do cops, and it's not a dig on the cops. I just know more firefighters. Firefighters who are usually the tip of the spear as well that will have to say goodbye to their careers here in a couple weeks because mandates force them to get the shot. They don't want the shot. They were able to work during 2020 without said shot. You just have to just, like, shake your head. But see, and now it's getting even worse. Probably saying, Arnie, how can it get worse? Well, I'm going to tell you how it's going to get worse. Ted Cruz called this out, and you know how much I dislike Ted Cruz to begin with anyway because he creeps me the fuck out. But Ted Cruz came out over the weekend, and he's mad as hell. He's mad as hell that Big Bird got his coronavirus shot. How dare you? I know, right? Sesame Street showed Big Bird getting his vaccination last week, and Ted Cruz was not having it. Well, Ted, you need to turn on the TV a little bit more. Because they are trying to brainwash kids left and right with these commercials. There was one that ran this morning, this little girl going, Daddy, Daddy, did you get the vaccine? I don't want you to die. Please, Daddy, get the vaccine. I don't want you to die. That was my first thought, too, Ogre. Shouldn't he get his vaccine for bird flu? But now you got ads with little kids in there. I saw an ad over the weekend where this kid was, like, playing soccer and he got the vaccine, and then all of a sudden he was a champion and had a trophy. They're, they're, they're try- that, that is what is called propaganda. How very Joseph Goebbels of you. You inoculated Big Bird? People that look and watch that, that, that say, oh, that's good. That, thank God. That's good. The, the kids can see that. They're the same people that think Michael Myers is a homophobe because he killed two gay guys in the last fucking Halloween movie. He's not really a bird. He's a man. Ooh, Big Bird guy. Yeah, I'm sure Bert and Ernie are going to get it, too. They want their shots in the behind, though, if you know what I mean. Come on. Why are you going after the kids with your TV ads? I'm sorry, but if you don't think that kids already have a decision made, whether they're getting vaccinated or simply based on their parents, you're an idiot. Parents are feeding their children this. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Big Bird's a man. He's 40. Big Bird wasn't getting vaccinated. They were injecting him with hormones to fatten him up before Thanksgiving. But, he, I mean, I mean, look, look, look. Stephanie, you're 100% right. You're absolutely right. The parents were funding into this. But I think it's sad. 
that we have to go after these icons. And then all these little kids that are like, hey, get the shot. It'll make you a soccer champion. I mean, really? That ad won't work here in Texas, first of all, because soccer's gay. Just going to tell you that right now. Ted Lasso is cool, but soccer is gay. I just shake my hands. That's that's all I can do. When everything has been so politicized, I saw a video over the weekend of somebody who was upset at the new season of You on Netflix because they go super pandering on that show. And you sit there and go, "Why, why do I want to be pandered to? Why don't you just give me a show about crazy psycho killer?" But hey, do what you want. As I've stated, do what you'd like to do. I've been vaccinated. I got the shot. I got the card. You can go online. You can see it. Hey, I I got it done. I don't regret it. I feel like an idiot now because I got it done for one simple reason. Because I don't want to wear a fucking mask anymore. And sadly, we still have to wear masks. So dumb. So, so dumb. Now, speaking of parents, uh, this story is out of Whitney High School in the greater Rockland area. How about we go cancel? No, no, no. Back, back, cancel. There we go. I don't want that. A multiple choice question found on a social studies or social science quiz has concerned some parents. Um, this channel, KCR3, KCRA3, obtained an image of the question and the four possible answers below which appeared on the quiz. Now, I, I, I don't know what It just says a group of complete idiots. Choice A, the Ku Klux Klan. Choice B, all of Florida. Choice C, Fox News. And choice D, Texans. Now, the the teacher that's in question, they haven't named the teacher. Kids have said, uh... Said he's a great teacher, he's a lot of fun to joke with, blah, blah, blah. And the teacher will not be fired. They will take him to, uh, by the way, I just want to find out. I just want to find out what teacher this is because I'd like to introduce myself to him. A group of complete idiots. Well, uh, Texans in there. Oh, okay. So we're, we're just the same as the Klan. Once again. Everybody in Texas. Fox News is just like the Klan. Even the whole state of Florida is like the Klan? All right. Well, the Klan didn't just show up here. You see, I showed up here, and I'm going to fucking whoop your monkey ass, motherfucker.
why not, uh, I don't know, actually teach kids? How about that? How about we, we, we use what high school is there for? To teach them the facts and lessons and math and all that kind of stuff. And you let stuff like this happen in college. See, see, you're you're trying to instead of teaching them the right way to think, or actually teaching them to learn, you're trying to teach them your way to think. That's not your job. Your job is to try to help them from the juvenile stage to the late teen stage to the adult stage. That's your job as a teacher. A teacher who's unaware that a huge number of Texans, not far from a majority, are opposed to Governor Wheels and traditionally conservative values. Very true. See, this is this is the funny thing. is When you start letting teachers get away with this, what are we not teaching in school? We, we can sit here and do an entire show on what should be taught in school. I think, honestly, we should have more real-world learning in school. We should. We should have uh, banking 101 teaches you how to open a checking account, how to treat the balance, how to do that. Maybe that, I don't know, we call it home ec, and then you have to learn how to budget. Things like that. Now, see, for budgeting and, and that, we need still math. If you want to teach any kind of political stuff, well, we still got to teach them how to read and how to write. This idea that's going around having teachers say, you are evil because you are white, has got to stop. It just does. As as the uppity girls would say, th- that's not cute. That just isn't cute. That's the old way of teaching, Arnie. The new way is exactly this, to push your views onto impressionable mind. They do it in college. Well, in college, look, look, look. The thing is, everybody tries to equate high school to college. You can't. College is there to teach you how to think for yourself. But instead of teaching you how to think and be an adult, they tell you what to think. If you get accepted to go to UC Berkeley and you're a Republican, I challenge you to be a Republican by your four years up there. Because you won't be. They will teach you a whole new way to think. And here's, here's the thing. What they should teach you is how to be. College taught me how to be more responsible. They don't take role. They don't care how many times you miss class. They care about what your grade is based on the work that you're willing to do. There are no cool after uh, you know after school extra credit uh, you know options of, of doing a diorama of something because they don't have extra credit in college. You don't show up, you miss a test, fuck you. Unless you have a doctor's note. 
All these people want college to be like high school. It's not. Kid, you want to sleep in late? You'll learn how to set an alarm. College is there. College is about the first chance you get at real world learning. And so many people don't let it happen. Yes, more responsible. Like, I couldn't fucking sit in a Hooters and drink all afternoon with my trig professor and figure, hey, he's still going to give me an A because I'm drinking with him. No, I'll tell you what that motherfucker did. I, th- this is a true story. My trigonometry, I took trig in college, University of Nevada. I decided I wasn't going to go to class one day. My class and, and trig sucked because trig was one of those classes you had to take Monday through Friday. This is like a Tuesday when I didn't have many classes. I skipped my morning classes, went to Hooters, and started drinking. Well, lo and behold, guess who was there already? My trig professor. He saw me. I saw him. We didn't say anything to each other. I got fucking hammered. Didn't go to class that day. There was a test. Now, he knew where I was, and I knew where he was. He didn't give a fuck. I went to him after class that day, and I said, uh, excuse me, can I, can, can I make that test up? He goes, well, no, you were out drinking. I said, well, yeah, but so were you. He goes, yeah, but I showed up, and I don't have to take the test. That's when I learned about responsibility, like, oh, shit. I just can't glide on this kind of shit. So what I do, what I do, I fucking work my ass off, and I end up getting a B in that class. Even though I had a zero on a test. See, you learn about real world things there in college. Not just the reading and the writing and the arithmetic. Learn about real world shit. Exactly. He held me accountable. And you know what's so funny about that? And this this the this is the truest part of the story here at my fourth AA meeting I I think I ever went to because I went to four in a row I went Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Monday Sunday Monday Tuesday it was Wednesday it was Wednesday my fourth meeting guess who walked in that's right my trigonometry teacher He walked in. He had about six months under his belt. I had four days. We we sat and we conversed and we talked about life and alcoholism and things like that. And I I told him that day, I said, thank you for holding me, you know, responsible to take that test. Thanks for not letting me take it. Like, I could have fucking gone, hey, man, you got to let me take this test again. But he said no. Because I did want an A in that class. Because that meant something to me. Getting an A in college trig meant something to me. Because it was fucking hard. Now, you could ask me, you can put trig in front of me now, and I'll, I'll look at it like it's Swahili. <laughs> trig at UNR, did y'all use baby blocks to help count? They used that in bottle tops. 
Damn, Arnie Smart Cookie. My daughter took trig and calculus her senior year of high school. She'd show me her work, and I'd say, I can't help you with any of that. Good thing she didn't need my help. She can do that math in her head crazy. Yeah, I had to go. Look, I, I went to tutoring every day. I, I Look, I took, I took it serious. Now, granted, after I got that, that B in that class, oh, I celebrated by drinking. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I celebrated by drinking. Oh, I was still young then. I was, I was still big time in my party days. But it taught me something about, oh, okay, there's, there's real world things I got to take care of, and then I can go drink like a fucking idiot. And I did. But I still got to be in the class. So, neener, neener to that. No degrees or anything like that. No, nothing the reason, reason why you go to school. I got A's in trig, trig two, and a B in stats. Can't remember one goddamn thing yet. Neither could I. I don't even want to look at a trig question. I remember how confusing they were, and I was like, fuck all that. No, thank you, sir. All right, what we got next? Uh, parents raise concern. Where's that? Oh, I think I did that, right? Oh, yeah, I did. I did that one. Then you got other teachers in this world, <laughs> like this guy. Teacher Alexander Guzman of the Bronx who was arrested after he sent students photos of his genitals over Snapchat and inappropriately touched one girl in a classroom. You see, this guy's a bad teacher. You, you, I'm sorry, he's a really bad teacher. The guy who grouped in the Klan and Texans is a bad teacher. This guy's really bad. He sent, he sent dick pics over Snapchat. Can we just get rid of the word genitals and just say dick pic? Dick pic is so much more easier to say and extremely, but we understand what it is. I don't think that he took a, a picture of his ball sack and sent it over Snapchat. He sent a dick pic. Sorry. Oh, my nose is all stuffed up. He's also accused of telling girls, uh, pardon me, there we go. He told girls that they were pretty and had nice body. That's so weird for like a teacher to say that. Well, aren't you looking pretty today? Man, you've got a great set of tits. See, that wouldn't get you fired. <laughs> he sent a picture of a square root and then asked the value of pi. <laughs> oh, God, that's so bad. One of the teams, thank you, Derek, for saying bless you. Uh, one of the teams, 16, alleges that the teacher forcibly kissed her while in a classroom, and put his hands in her pants. Yeah, yeah, this guy, this guy's going to get sodomized in jail. Yeah, we we can all we we can all go down the sodomy train with this guy. Oh, I, I'm not getting on it with him. We're just we we see it going by, and we're going, yeah, he's on the sodomy train. Crap, if the Afrin isn't helping, something is in the air in Texas. Oh, man, I've been clogged up the last two days. Oh, 
There we go. I got a good breath of it in there. And I'll clean it all up. Good God. The fuck is wrong with these teachers? Now, granted, he's going to end up going to jail for like 20 years. And all these lady teachers that have sex with the guys, they go to jail for like two weeks. One more story about schools. I guess Bill Maher got into it this weekend with a liberal professor over CRT. Uh, The HBO star, quote-unquote, told Michael Eric Dyson that parents were not objecting to black history being taught. No, I have no problem. Once again, let's talk about this. Let's talk about what CRT is and what it isn't. CRT... is not teaching them about slavery, okay? Look, I think slavery should be taught in in, in schools. Why? It's a part of history, okay? I I, I think it absolutely. I think black history should be taught in schools. Why? Because it's a part of history. Addressing that everything in the world's problems are based on white people is not true. That is not a fact. Yet it's being taught in school. Why? Because it makes these people feel better because they are guilty for being white. Anyone alive today has zero to do with slavery. Zero to do with slavery. Now, they can, they, they can trace their roots back and, and do their genealogy all they want. But it never affected them. Not, not at all. Not at, at, at all in their life. Well, it made them feel bad. Well, we know how we, we da, 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 the word feelings on this show. What do we say? Fuck your feelings. No, we aren't going to talk about feelings. What made me feel bad? Well, watching old Yeller get shot in the head made me feel bad too. So should we ban that movie? No, the answer is no. It's feelings. Exactly, Braddy Kid. How do we learn from history if we're not taught it? Uh, This idiot uh, argues that parents were spooked by CRT, even though none of them can define it and suggest that they were outraged only because black history was now being centered in the school curriculum. Bill Maher uh, disagreed. He says, but I find that disingenuous argument because I don't think that is what people are objecting to. They're not objecting to black history being taught. There are other things going on in the school. And he says, like what? Like separating children by race. Bravo, Bill Maher, because they are doing that in school. Black kids get a classroom, white kids get a classroom. Why is that happening? And describing them as either oppressed or an oppressor. Really? You're you're deeming kids oppressors? Kids. 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 This guy comes back and says, but Bill, the beginning of critical race theory is in modern times is two years ago. 
two years ago. I, I, I just, I, I, I'm so tired of these people. I, I really am. Especially, I, I hate the fact, totally hate the fact that I have to agree with Bill Maher on anything. Oh, it, it, it bothers me to no end. And this is where our world is, is. We allow things like that to happen. And you see, when shit like that happens, then shit like this happens. Southwest Airlines is about to have to fucking pay out the ass. <sighs> After one of their employees stopped a mother and her 10-year-old daughter. The mother's name is Mary McCarthy, and she's white. Her 10-year-old daughter, Moria, is biracial. Last week when they were at the, or two weeks ago, when they were at the Denver International Airport, they were pulled aside by a Southwest employee. The Southwest employee reported the mom for suspicious behavior. A police report was also filed indicating the airline and police suspected the child was being used in a trafficking scheme. McCarthy uh, had to try to uh, support or, or be there for her sobbing daughter and said, I have a daughter who has unfortunately already been traumatized by police in her life. She told the, the reporters that she was infuriated with the Denver Police Department and Southwest and claimed the accusation was a racist assumption about a mixed-race baby. And do you know what caused this? What led to this is all this bullshit CRT. You got a white woman who has a baby that is of biracial descent. I don't know if she's got black in her, Mexican in her, Chinese in her, what. And she's she's being led around by a white lady. Well, there's no way that white lady can be her mother. So let's go ahead and report her. No other signs. No other signs whatsoever. And I'm just I'm just gonna tell you this right now. That Southwest employee, if you were to find their social media page anywhere, they would have nothing but anti-Trump stuff up there. They would have nothing but how great Joe Biden is up on their page. Because these are the people out there, just like what I read you earlier about somebody saying if black people are dumb enough to elect a white supremacist, then maybe, and by the way, nobody thinks that George Youngkin or, or whatever, the, the guy, the, the governor that just won in Georgia or Virginia, 
has a racist bone in his body. If black people want to elect a, a white supremacist, then maybe they should lose the ability to vote. Really? You're going to allow that to be said? Not only you're going to allow it to be said, but you're going to champion it? Give me a goddamn break. And now uh, this poor mother and daughter, I hope they, I, I hope that they have to fucking, uh, I hope Southwest fucking has to pay billions of dollars to them. That would be great. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll save that one there. Okay, go like that. Yeah, save that one too. All right, we'll take a break here. Seven seven five three five seven fans. Arnie Radio One at Gmail dot com. Come back with our last segment of the day.
757-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I'll get you a spoon so you can eat my ass. Yes. Good old Stifler. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Last break of the day. It's Monday. Uh, hopefully, we can get you all the way through your work day, especially with this last segment. This last day, this, this is the fun shit. Look, see, this, this is what I like doing. I like doing all the heavy lifting and all the fucking thought-provoking shit at the beginning of the show, and then we get to have fun at the end of the show. And the fun starts once again on the set of the movie, what, what the fuck, Rust. This is the movie, that, the Alec Baldwin. I'm the best there is, plain yeah. and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. Well, see, Alec, you actually don't. Yeah, you're a jerk off, Alec. If you've been stuck in a cave in the Sudan and you don't know what's happened, well, let me refresh your memory. This movie production called Rust was being shot in New Mexico, and there was a scene that involved Alec Baldwin in a Western. I know, wrap your head around that, that Alec Baldwin is in a Western. Please, God, say that he had some sort of southern accent, because I can't wait to hear that. But he took a gun, and whoopsie-daisy, the gun had a live round in it, and he shot the cinematographer, killing her and wounding the director of the film. We've all sat and we've all talked about this. We've had long conversations about why... (laughs) <laughs> why the real crime ogre says that the poor cinematographer had to die in this shithole state. Why is there live ammunition on set? Why wasn't this gun double and triple and quadruple checked? We can have that go all day long. We can all agree, though, that not only is this movie cursed for being shot in New Mexico, but the curse continues with somebody being shot and killed on set, along with the director getting wounded. Well, now a lamp operator named Jason Miller. He's also a pipe rigger. Was working to wind down production when he was bit by a brown recluse spider. Within days, he started experiencing severe symptoms, including necrosis of his arms and septus. He's already had quite a few surgeries, they say, and his arm may need to be amputated. I got to tell you, I can't wait to see this movie. This movie is the poltergeist of all movies. The movie has been shut down since the shooting. And in the weeks that followed, several crew members have come forward and talked about how dangerous the working conditions were. Lane Looper, who served as the film's A-camera first assistant, quit the day before the shooting because of the producer's disregard for gun safety. (laughs) And now they got brown recluse spiders that's the only spider that I'm afraid of because I've seen what it does. You get bit by a brown recluse and you're fucking, in, the inside part of your arm is now the outside part of your arm. And then to get it hacked off, good God. 
Scott says, I feel bad for the guy who got bit, but I'm happy that all this gets pinned to Alec Baldwin's name. You know, I think Alec Baldwin probably brought the brown recluses there. <laughs> People need to work on that set like they need a hole in their head. <laughs> oh, V. Coop, you never cease to amaze me. Oh, by the way, I got to give full credit for the uh, the Chris Benoit joke. That was V. Coops. He sent that to me, and I just fucking died laughing when I saw that. If you missed my jokes of the day today, uh, what wrestler had a killer finishing move? Chris Benoit. And this is why I don't leave my house and go into shitstorm that is known as the desert, except maybe to drive across it at 80 miles an hour. I don't think we got out in New Mexico. Well, we, we got out in New Mexico. We stayed the night in New Mexico when we were driving from California here to the the Lone Star State. But that was like car door to hotel. That was it. That was it. We were back in the car. Didn't go around town. I, I, I went to a Whataburger there. Yes, we did go to Whataburger there. But then once we left, we kept going. I stopped at the kick-ass knife place, I think, in Arizona, right? The, the, the knife place is in Arizona. Knife World, that's where I got my Bowie knife. And now Baldwin thinks all movies and TV shows with a gun need to have a police officer present at all times. Yeah, because movies can afford to have... By the way, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Is this what he said now? Knife World is in Arizona now. Okay, yeah, that place is badass. What would a police officer have done? Seriously. Wait a second. Hold on. What would a police officer have done on set? Shot Alec Baldwin? Drop it, mister. See, they have that on set. See, this is the problem. This is what happens. Let me let you in on in, in, in the entertainment world because I used to be a part of it. In radio. When we would do our, uh, our our live shows and we would have stunts or events that were there, yes, we would have paramedics on hand. We would have people sign, you know, waivers, waiving all responsibility, which don't hold up really that well in court. But we would use the cheapest shit we could get. The, the One of the greatest things... Ghost said he'd have checked the gun. They have somebody for that. It's called the armorer. And that armorer probably gets paid a whole lot more than a police officer. By the way, it should work is the armorer should have all the guns locked away. And if by, by chance they need any sort of live ammo, it's locked up even further away than the guns. And only the armorer knows where it is. But instead of hiring a professional armorer, they hire somebody who's pretty new to the job, who's probably new to Hollywood, and all these people are like, oh, let's just see the guns, let's see the guns, let's fire them off. And they, they want to be a part of it, so they're going to give in to it. Because I understand what you're saying, Fred, that the armorer was uneducated, and that is the movie's fault. They hired 
an uneducated person. A cop on the set is not going to help. Because, and let me once go once again, they will go with the cheapest cop they can find. And if that cop wants to, that cop isn't a very stick to person like this armorer wasn't, and they allow the guns to be taken out and shot for, for, or shot, shot They allow these guns to be taken out for target practice, which this armorer did. If you hire a professional to do the job, A, it costs you more money. These, these things, these Hollywood sets try to be as cheap as they possibly can. police officer wouldn't have shot Alec because police only shoot black people. The food service guy. (laughs) They're making a big deal with this rust accident like it happens all the time. Alec Baldwin fucked up, and that's the main story. Ban Alec Baldwin. Here's here's the thing. Alec Baldwin didn't fuck up. As much as, look, he fucked up because he took somebody's life. It pains me to say this. It pains me to say this. Alec Baldwin, and I don't want to call him a victim because he's not a victim. Alec Baldwin is the target of so many people that are angry at him or hate him based on his political bias, and I get it. I understand why people hate Alec Baldwin. I hate him too. This is not Alec Baldwin's fault. This is the armorer. Whoever's in charge of safety, because there's going to be somebody there who, aside from the armor, because the armor is just in charge of the guns and things. But there is somebody who is, somebody from OSHA is there and should be checking this shit off, too. Yep, and it's just sassy, Pammy, you're absolutely right. It's somebody who didn't do their fucking job. This cinematographer lost her life because somebody was not trained, was not late, or either was not trained, the people were lazy, or the production was too cheap. That's why. Look, this this person getting by a fuck, bitten by a brown recluse, that's just funny. That just goes, that's just the icing on the rust cake. This is embarrassing. This is embarrassing to Hollywood. And to, to piggyback on something here, that this does not happen all the time. This is the second time, and Brandon, I, I can't remember why Brandon Lee, was he, he was hit by pieces of fragment, right? That also, I would say, is probably a bad armorer because they probably bought cheap blanks. Uh, They should work it into the movie like Spaceballs when Dark Helmet swings at Lone Star and misses, killing a crew member. He points at Lone Star and says, he did that. (laughs) Look, I want to blame Alec Baldwin, too. I, I really do. But Alec Baldwin is such a... 
easy. He's low-hanging fruit in this. Okay, they tried to alter a real bullet into a blank. Once again, being cheap. I was going to tell you, one of my favorite things we ever did at one of our live broadcasts was the the bobbing and pudding. Or somebody, and it's my favorite for so many reasons. But that night, I, I saw how much money goes into the production of an event. The pudding they had was store brand pudding. I think the kind of pudding that just says pudding on the side. We had a thing where people had to eat, try to eat as much mayonnaise as they could. They didn't get Hellman's or Duke's or whatever the fucking popular kind is here in the South that I haven't tried yet because I like Hellman's. They brought store brand shit. They bought the cheapest shit they could get. And a lot of people would be like, well, you, you can't tell the difference. Really? If I were to put an Oreo in front of you in a tuxedo, a store brand tuxedo, what is that, Safeway brand tuxedo in front of you, you, you and, and blindfolded you, and you bit into it, you could tell the difference. So these are people, and, and this is production. They got to save the money somewhere. Where's that money? They aren't going to save it on the stars because the stars aren't going to take less money. They're going to save it on the people they hire and whatever props and shit they have. That's how cheap they are. They don't care about it. Because, and here's here's the truth, nine times out of ten, it doesn't matter. This was that one time. And by the way, it couldn't happen to a nicer person than Alec Baldwin. That's all I'll say about that. Now... We have an update here about how the Kardashians are currently worried for Kanye and fear another epic meltdown as the ongoing love story of Kim and Pete heat up. Kanye has come out and said, we're not divorced yet. Yeah, let, let, let me just tell you, hey, Kanye... Let, let me just let you in on a little secret here. Pete Davidson's wiener has been in Kim. I, I'm just going to tell you the truth. Pete Davidson's wiener has either been in her mouth, her hoo-ha, or her ass. If not, all three. Sources close to the family say they're worried about the rapper known as Ye. Everybody in the family is worried about how Ye will react to Kim spending so much time with Pete. He recently said he still wants to be with her, so he can't be taking this well, even though he was pictured with a fucking supermodel just yesterday. By the way, why is anybody worried about Kanye? I want to see this guy melt down. Kanye's meltdowns are fucking awesome. He's an awful human being. Did did you see at his church last week, you know, this weird church that he runs? Too bad Christian Bale wasn't there (laughs) yelling at everyone or Tom Cruise. (laughs) 
Oh, good for you. So, like, last week, they, he had his regular Sunday service where I think he... I, look, I think that, that Kanye is trying to become some sort of cult leader. Marilyn Manson was there last week, and everybody was wearing these weird white robes. The only thing missing was a Confederate flag and a burning cross. Justin Bieber was there. Look, man, here's the thing. Kanye is a fucking nut, dude. If he ain't going to melt down over this, he's going to melt down over something else. This is the same moron that tried to take on Nike. So he just went to Adidas. Wow, good move. Like, I can't even listen to Kanye talk. I, I really can't. Like, like he, he's fucking crazy. And all these people hold him up. Adios, Ogre. Have a great day, my friend. I think this is the thing. I think, I think his craziness finally got to Kim. Look, she, she, she got to shit out some kids, and now she has some, some you know, some kids that are going to be chemically imbalanced because they're with Kanye. They got Kanye's DNA there somewhere. And I think Kim just wanted to have some stupid fun sex, and she wanted to bone a guy with a big cock. There's Pete Davidson. Nothing, nothing's dumber than Pete Davidson. And he took her on a ride, and they were holding hands. Look, she she's just she just want, she wants some meaningless cock. They aren't gonna run off and get married. God, that'd be hunt, that'd be so funny if they did. You watch her stock drop immediately. Oh, please have Kanye bring out some rattlers and be a snake handler. Church. Oh, fucking a rattlesnake seen Yellowstone last night. Wow, that's all I'm saying. Wow. I think I didn't even see that shit coming. It was badass. But, yeah, I, I, I'm just I'm fucking done with these damn people. Being done with people is an understatement when it comes to Alyssa Milano, who famously said just last week that giving birth to her son made her remember her sexual assault. So she was equating childbirth to rape and then said, I can't believe how many people had access to my vagina. Well, if you thought that was the craziest thing Alyssa Milano could say, hold my Dr. Pepper. She believes that the miscarriages she has suffered are karmic punishment for the abortions she had in her 20s. Now, that just, uh, but but when she said that, you know, it's like, oh, you're a crazy bitch, but. Well, Miss Milano, how many abortions did you have in your 20s, you slutty tramp? Um, she goes on to say, I definitely had a moment of, well, I'm being punished for my abortions in my 20s. Therapy helped me get over that feeling, though. 
Unfortunately, prior to seeking therapy, the fear of punishment spilled over into the early years of motherhood, who has two children. By the way, that should be taken away. The way I interacted or was with my children, and I think this is common, but I felt like, what if something happens to these two little beings that I love so much? And in their world, which they were taken away from me for whatever karmic resolution needed to, to happen. Dude, I'm telling you right now, she's nuttier than squirrel shit fucking Christmas time. It was devastating. I was raised Catholic and was suddenly put in conflict with my faith. A faith I was coming to realize empowered only men to to make every single decision about what was allowed and not allowed. I had a career and a future and a potential, and also I suffered some some crippling anxiety. Wow. Man, hearing Alyssa Milano talk gives me headaches. Just just gives me fucking bad headaches. Like, seriously. Wow. Dear God, do not let Alyssa Milano reproduce because we can only handle so much more retarded people before we're deemed unfit as an intelligent life on Earth. Well, she's already shit out two kids. (sighs) Hot Stephanie says she needs therapy. Well, she's gone to therapy. She just needs a whole lot more. What a nut. But I want to find out how loose she was in her 20s. I mean, maybe she should have gotten more roles. Or, 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 oh, God, this is the big or here. And you know what? This doesn't surprise me. I'll just say it. Alyssa Milano, bad in bed. That's what it is. Guy busted his nut nurse said, yeah, you're not going to get to part because you're awful. You just laid there. I know that's horrible of me to say. It's just awful, but I don't care. I'm Alyssa, Mil- Al- Al- Alyssa Milano is just fucking, she's treacherous. That's all there is to it. Treacherous. Treacherous and torturous. SpaceX uh, people came back. Did they come back to Earth today? Is that, is that when they're coming back? Because they, they had to ride back the whole trip wearing diapers, mainly because... No, that ain't it. Shitter was full! Yeah, and they couldn't fix it. The NASA astronauts have been on the space station, and the plan for them was to return yesterday. It's a 20-hour ride back. The toilet, which was leaking under the floorboard, which required the astronauts to disable it. They just throw it out in space. Yeah, leave the shitter out here. And then they had to wear diapers. How bad was the ride home from space? Depends. (laughs) Depends. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, uh, Douglas, is, are you suggesting that Alyssa is a dead fish in bed? Alyssa says more like a dead carp. How many of those abortions were Harvey Wires from Harvey Wire- <laughs> Weinstein? Oh, God. Just, oh, yuck. God. Ugh. Oh, they've got pictures of Kim and Pete kissing. Let's see. No, they're not kissing there. He looks like an idiot. She looks like 
Catwoman for some reason. People need to tell her she doesn't have to, like, like wear all this. She can wear just, like, jeans and, and like, tennis shoes out. Kind of like what he's doing. He's got jeans, sneakers on, and, like, some ugly sweatshirt and his shit hair. She's going to get tired of him. She's going to bounce him to the damn curb soon enough. The SpaceX thing is fantastic, though. Man, oh, man, I want to be an astronaut so I can wear diapers. You've got some of the smartest people in the world engineering these fucking, the, these spacecrafts, and they can't fix a toilet. I got an idea for a new movie. Plumbers in space. Wait, hold on. Let, let's do that the right way. Plumbers, Plumbers in, in, in space. space. Uh, excuse me, sir. What's the problem? Shitter was full. Okay, we'll get we'll get right to that. <laughs> they back up their their plumbing astronaut rig to it, and they suck out all the shit. Guy goes underneath. He fixes it all. Should be good to go now. Y'all can't fix a damn toilet? Yeah, man. Space travel is definitely on my bucket list. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I'm going, I am going to feel safe going to space, but you can't even fix the damn toilet? Telling you right now, if you got kids in school, you send them to plumber school. Because one day, plumbers will be fucking hired by NASA and Elon Musk. I, th- I think it's fucking great for the plumbing industry. I think it's awesome. Good for you plumbers. Oh, and I would stick it to Elon. Oh, my, my, my cost per hour. Uh, it's about $45,000 an hour. Yeah, this looks to be like, I don't know, about a 20-hour job. You can pay me half now and then, then, then pay me, yeah, you know, more later. Oh, you want to talk about somebody who needs to take a dirt nap. That's right, I said it. Logan Paul. Now, there's all kinds of rumors about this guy. Logan Paul is allegedly set to fight Mike Tyson sometime in 2022. Logan and his queef of a brother, Jake, have gotten into the world of boxing because for some reason they think they're tough guys. I think that's great. The other day, uh, I saw a video the other day of somebody booing Logan Paul or saying something to him. Logan Paul just went right up to the guy and fucking, like, open-handed slapped him in the face. Well, that's going to cost you millions of dollars, dummy. But it proved you're tough. I mean, you were about a foot taller than the guy and outweighed him by about 40 pounds. So it was just like one of your regular fights. But allegedly, they have, when they've taken on these MMA fighters, because you remember watching the, was it was it Jake Paul and Nate Robinson from the NBA? Jake Ro- Nate Robinson got knocked the fuck out. 
Oh, but see, EGB, we're about to talk about that. Because these bouts are called exhibitions, yet no headgears being worn, which I find to be strange, that in the recent fights against people like Floyd Mayweather, and I'm, I'm trying to find more research on this, but I, this is the first that I found, and I did check this weekend because I watched the Canelo Alvarez fight. Anybody who doesn't think that Canelo Alvarez could be possibly the greatest fighter to ever live, you, you're, you're, you're out on a fucking – that guy is amazing. He's been a professional fighter since he was 15. He just unified the super middleweight title, uh, 160, and he punished the dude. He beat that dude's ass. I love Canelo Alvarez. I think he's fantastic. And Conor McGregor's called him out. Let me just tell you real quick. Hey, Conor, you thought Floyd was bad? Floyd was retired. Canelo's never broken his hands. Canelo might fuck you in the ring. I'm just going to tell you that right now. If you get into a boxing match with him, I would suggest you get disqualified by using your feet because he's going to end you. But now Logan Paul is talking about fighting Mike Tyson. Well, all these MMA guys and Floyd Mayweather had to sign a contract that states they will not knock out either Jake or Logan Paul. Now, I didn't know that this was actually a thing, but this is what happens. I guess they signed one. Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. signed one before their fight. Now, look. They want to put on an exhibition. They want to try to have a bunch of money. They got to let people know that this is not a knockout fight because people, I would say a vast majority of boxing fans watch it to see knockouts. We don't watch to watch a a, a 12-round decision. We want to see somebody get knocked the fuck out. Now, there are some people that do watch it for the sweet science that it is. And I understand that, and I respect that. That's why they I watch it to see who the better fighter is, and I base the better fighter based on knockouts. And if Mike Tyson has to sign a contract that says he will not knock out Logan Paul, then this fight is not real. This fight is fake. This fight is just as fake as professional wrestling. Tyrone Woodley had to sign a contract to fight younger brother Jake, and not knock him out, then whoever bought that fight, and I haven't bought one of these guys' fights because these guys are jokes to me. I agree, though, EGB3, that Mike Tyson would end this guy's boxing career in about 20 seconds or less. He might end his life. Mike Tyson is 55 years old now. And, and the story that I'm reading from right here, because I, I tried to find the research on it, and nobody's saying anything, and I'm sure there's some non-disclosure signed. And from what I believe, the, the Paul boys are quite litigious when it comes to things. Uh, look, if you saw any of the highlights of the Floyd Mayweather, Jake Paul fight, or whoever, Logan Paul, he knocked Paul out in that fight. He carried him around the ring to wake him up. Watch it. But having them sign contracts that say they won't knock each other out 
What the fuck is that? That's pro wrestling. It's not even good pro wrestling. That's like shitty independent fucking Roseville skating rink independent wrestling. Well, then he won't knock him out. He'll just puncture his lung with his own rib cage. He might do that. That'd be okay. Now, Jake Paul, I guess, is going to fight Tyson Fury's brother, who I guess is not that good a fighter, but I'm still going to take Tyson Fury's brother. Jake Paul wouldn't even survive a match with fucking Roy Jones Jr., I mean, I, I there, there are two sports especially, two sports especially, that if you try to take a pro on in it, you're going to fucking get beat. And by pro, I mean a professional, someone who gets paid to do it. The first one, of course, since we're talking about it, is boxing. You don't want to fuck with a professional fighter, especially someone who knows the ins and outs of the ring like Mike Tyson would. The ways that they can fucking be dirty. And Mike Tyson, I'm sure, knows a lot of ways to be dirty in the ring. And professional golfers. You could be a scratch golfer all you want. You could be the best player at your country club. And you could issue a challenge out to, I don't know, Jordan Spieth or Phil Mickelson. And they are going to beat the dog shit out of you to where you probably would never get on a golf course again. And that's the same for this. And this is why a lot of people are opposed to these two morons. Maybe they're bringing more eyes to boxing, but I don't think they're bringing the right eyes to boxing because neither one of them's a boxer. And this is why I don't want to see Conor McGregor fight another boxer because he's not a boxer. It's so dumb. But yet all these kids that follow the Paul, oh, man, they're badass. They're tough. They ain't jack fucking shit. That, that, that's all there is to it. You put them in the ring against somebody who ain't got nothing to lose. Call out Bernard Hopkins. Call out the executioner. He will whoop your monkey ass like there's no tomorrow. Fuck, I'd bet on Ricky Hatton almost. Almost bet on Ricky Hatton, who was a worthless British fighter. Yeah, that's what happened. Uh-huh. Okay. Hey, Brady Kid, keep chirping. You remember what happened to axe throwing? I'll make sure you never win at anything you ever do again. I'd love to see the Paul brothers jump into a local professional MMA fight. Oh, God, I would fucking kill for that. That'd be fantastic to watch the Paul brothers try to do that. See, and this is why we'll never see, and and there was little talk about it, but even Floyd knew better. Floyd Mayweather Jr., who talks more shit than anybody else on the entire planet, talked about possibly fighting Conor McGregor in the octagon. And then realized, oh, wait, they use legs in there, and they use martial arts, and they use grappling? Nope, I don't think so.
You, you don't want to fuck with them. Come on now. Come on, Paul boys. Just, just keep making your stupid videos and, and enjoying, you know, the 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 allure of thirteen year old boys all across this country. Weirdos. All right, last two stories here. They're pretty damn good. First one is about somebody who uh, recently uh, went on their TikTok account to expose something. Um, it was it, the dating world is so confusing now. People don't like like they don't realize you can just go to a bar and try to meet somebody. Everybody has to use whatever online apparatus they got to try to find their soulmate. And that's what this gal did. Uh, does it give her name? Her name is Ashley. She was on Tinder. It's a dating site. Hookup site, if you will. And she had been talking to her date, Paul, for several months before they were able to finally meet up mainly because they had very conflicting schedules. But when she heard that he was, or when he heard she was hanging out at a shopping center near where he lived, he offered to come over and meet her. Since Ashley was with a friend, Paul offered to treat them both to dinner. And she even said he seemed like a really nice guy. Now, they met at a Longhorn Steakhouse, so he really has no good intentions for her whatsoever because that place is terrible. He shook the friend's hand, and he hugged Ashley. Now, once they got into the uh, the restaurant and sat down, he started patting his clothes down going, Oh, my God, I left my wallet in the car. Go ahead and put our name on the wait list. So they didn't even make it to the table. So as the wait list is waiting and time is going by, 15 minutes has gone by. Usually you don't need 15 minutes to find your wallet in the car. They figured, oh, this guy stood us up. This guy just ditched us here at the restaurant. So they decided to leave and go to McDonald's instead. Ashley said that she was so upset. She really liked this guy, and she was in tears. But as they were leaving the restaurant, they noticed, hey, there's his car that he pulled up in. Well, we're going to march up to that car and confront this guy and see what the hell is going on. Ashley continues the story to say, Me being the nosy ass that I am, I went up to the car, looked in, and saw a man butt-ass naked as a jaybird. So I look in the window, and Paul is sitting there naked. And he rolls down the window and says, Do you guys want to have a threesome? (laughs) 
needless to say, they, 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 they took off. That's right, they took off. Now, I, I've never heard of anything like that before. Oh, wow, look at that. You both made it here. Oh, my wallet's in the car. I did not realize that my wallet's in the car is code now for I'm going to get all the way naked and you're going to come out and service me. Wow. Bravo to that guy, Paul. Paul's got some balls, man. Fucking weirdo. All right, our final story today is about a British fella worked in a hospital. David Fuller is his name. David Fuller worked in the hospital, and he worked in the morgue, which makes him a little bit on the weird side. He worked the late shift and would prowl around the morgue when other staff members had left. Now, for some reason, David had the police call to his house recently in connection with the murder of two women. They found hidden computer drive CDs and memory cards detailing years of grisly sexual offenses. Now, Mr. Fuller did plead guilty on Thursday to the 1987 murders of two women. Also, he admitted to sexually abusing the corpses of the women for the last 12 years. More than 14 million images were uncovered by detectives unveiling countless horrors. Hard drives and handwritten diaries hidden behind furniture detailed the ages of the women that he molested between 2008 and 2020. The youngest woman was... Nine, his oldest victim was a hundred. By the way, all these women, they were already dead. Yes, they have detected that he had sex with at least 99 different morgue victims. They say 78 have been identified, but they fear there are hundreds more. Now, when I say... Do your fucking job. I don't mean do your fucking job. I mean do the job that you're hired to do. My God in heaven. This would be like having me work at a damn Dr. Pepper plant. Ain't shit getting produced. I ain't having sex with Dr. Pepper. I'm just drinking it all. This motherfucker works in the damn morgue, and he's like a kid in a candy store. (laughs) The best part of necrophilia? (laughs) No, is not in their vocabulary. (laughs) Who needs consent? Consent schmishmint. <laughs> no, that does 
Yes, I'm making necrophiliac jokes right now. That's the only way I can deal with hearing crazy-ass shit like this, man. This is insanity. Oh, my God. You got to think, like, like, thank God he's old. Because, I mean, let's see, this guy doesn't discriminate. How after that many years? It may be over a 1,000. I can't wait till he meets the big black cellmate Bubba. What's the job title? Checking the dead person for sperm. Oh, that. Oh no, that's not an SVU job I want. All right, you got you got to check and make sure there's no DNA that isn't theirs on him. But you got you got to think, man. Like if you're related to this guy, like what the fuck is wrong with him? Mama and daddy. Thank God, like I said, he's 67, so mom and daddy are probably dead. But goddamn. How do you explain that at a bridge club game? How's your son doing? Oh, he's 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 uh, he's great. He just had sex with a bunch of dead people. I mean, the the best that you'd want is that this guy's your uncle, because you could probably take him to show and tell. He'd be a hit at show and tell. You know, and, and let me just tell you right now. He's collecting pieces of these people, too. You know they got to find other stuff. Good God. Oh, that's just wrong, man. That's so wrong on so many levels. Can you imagine? How's work today? Oh, it's fucking great. Boy, am I tired. <laughs> Woo. Well, it was a long night at work, man. I'm exhausted. <laughs> man, I haven't been that tired since that bus crash full of Hawaiian tropics models came through here. I, I Look, I don't want to go any further because I know I'll go to hell. Uh, that's going to do it for the show today. Thank you guys for being here. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So y'all have a fantastic Monday. And until tomorrow, adios, everybody.
somehow lost her sanity And Dimples, who now lives in Temple's Got the law looking for me All my exes live in Texas And Texas is a place I didn't is outside waiting to arrest him.